Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Talk recorded live. Talk recorded live. And I'm by myself, like usual. What a shock. All the guys, we'll go in, we'll go in. Not even here. Fuck you guys. Bastards. For anybody listening out there, Jesse Styles, NEW Classic Radio. Anybody can call in. I don't care. Anybody? You want to promote your fed? Whatever. Call in. Don't care. He's in talks here for the first time in a long time. Hey, look, East Tennessee's on the call. What's going on, Jason? Oh, my goodness, it's the, it's the one and only Psycho. What's up, you buddy? You know it. Often imitated, never duplicated. That's right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Psycho. First time on AW Radio in probably two years. At least. Maybe three. It's been a while. Been longer than a day or two, that's for sure. <laughs> What's going on with you, man? Not much. I uh, just fought the traffic in the Knoxville to drop uh, my girlfriend's brother off at the Needle Stadium. Now I'm fighting the way back home. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Oh, let's see who's all going to call in. I'm glad, you know, I'm glad somebody joined me. I was going to be like, God damn, you guys. Fuck you guys. Has <laughs> it just uh, me and you so far? So far. I'll roll in late. Yeah, the big elbows keep here in just a minute. Molly said she was going to be, but I haven't seen her since, so I don't know. Yeah, she had to work with Susie. She may just now be driving home, something like that. But. Yeah, she'll probably get on. Uh, the point of this show is really just to shoot the shit uh, about past NW, past memories, backstage politics. People got any questions about this? Anything that's ever bothered them? I will gladly be able to tell them the God's honest truth. I don't care because this is the final round of the NEW. I'll promote, I'll promote that a little bit, but I'm really not going to talk tons about the current product because that's tomorrow night with the NEW official NEW show on Sunday, every Sunday night through Skype slash Mixler, which you can listen to. On, I'll give up a link. Anybody wants to listen to it? Um, it's a new thing now. Everybody uses Mixler for some reason. Talk is just old now, but I still like it. So. Whatever. Kind of like us, you know, just old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. We're getting there. Guys, I believe we've been this shit this long, you know it. Texas is on the call. That must be the show stealer. Hey, man, what do you know, man? They're going to take us here, man. Al Envy's on the call. Yeah. What the hell was that? Was there any what the hell was that noise? Shit. Don't be making fun of fucking psycho. He'll kick your ass. Dang old, dang old psycho on the phone call. First time in like two years, yeah. Dang old psycho on the phone call, man, waiting for Tennessee to play Oklahoma. You know it. 
the NFL, baby. Alan. Yeah. Alan, you're going to be a bitch for me. So, what's going on? Yeah. I'm trying to look something up, but, uh, and I was waiting for Molly to see if she shows up, but, uh, not much. Just enjoy my time, enjoy my weekend. But my kids are making. My kids are making it difficult, like usual, but I'm trying. Yeah, that's what we have them for, just to drive us crazy, all right? No shit. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, really, it's good to have Psycho back in the AEW. Um, A.K.A. Derek, my friend Derek, from yeah. Tennessee. It's, uh, I'll never win anywhere, so I'm not going to say it's good to have him back if he never went anywhere. So, you know. Who else back with us for the final round? Oh, now you have to make me look at my roster, too. I'm trying to look something else up. Hold on. I, I'm sure there's some of these guys I know. But. Well, I'm still working on some people, man. I mean, Shane Sparks is back. You know him. Al, you know him. He's never, he never left. Uh, Austin Impact, formerly Davey Dynamo. You know him. So. I know Austin. Yeah, I talk to him almost every day. Mm-hmm. Um... Bobby Backdoor, you know him. Bobby Backdoor. Yep, he's back. <laughs> uh, I'm just thinking trying to think of people you know. Mm. Mm. Molly will, will be back eventually, I promise. She can fight as long as she wants. Uh, once you internet or whatever. Um, yes, you you know her. You know her better than anybody. She, she lives 10 miles from you. Uh, yeah, she... She lived with me for about a year. And, uh, I know. Got her I know. boyfriend. You know, they started a family. They moved, I guess, about 10 miles down the road from Yeah, I remember. It was still pretty frequently. <laughs> Johnny will eventually be back. Pew says he doesn't know if he'll be back, but he'll be back. So, I don't know exactly when, but they'll be back. Um, right now, as it stands, Roger's not coming back, but his ass will be back for the final show, whether he likes it or not. So, but as for the rest of the shows, it's whatever. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. It takes a minute. How what the fuck are you doing? I guess he left his phone. Jeez. Some guess you are. <laughs> what are you saying? Oh. Derek. Yes. What were you saying? I said, what about Jason Zing? You heard from him the last year or so? I'm no, like, I, I haven't seen not. him in like a year and a half, man. The last thing I heard regarding him is he's actually a reporter for a wrestling website. And that's all I know. He was doing what now? You know, doing that, writing columns and stuff like that, reporting for a wrestling website. Oh, okay. That sounds pretty cool. That's the last thing I heard about him. There was an AA in the chat earlier today, and I I got excited for a minute, but then then he left. Aaron Abraham, that would that would have been nice. I remember him. He's a, he's a good dude. Yeah, he's been he's been in my A for like three years now. So yeah. Spectre doesn't seem to be interested in coming back, so he's not. So that's another one you can mark off the list. 
Hazard still thinking about it. Martin, for now, at least, is a no. Um, A.K.A. Nocturnal. Yeah. Um, Al Envy is a no. Shut up, President. You're the you're here. Only in spirit. Yeah, I'll, liar. I'll try to explain with you, man. <laughs> Triple X was a big fat no. He is a big fat no. Oh, I feel like I have that back one last time. Mm. Mm. Uh, Adrian Spector is a big fat no. Who? Adrian Spector. I already said him. Matt Foyne chat room on Skype. Yep. Yeah, everybody, everybody has their own prerogative, I guess. I wonder if he lost his virginity yet. I have no idea. <laughs> don't even know, I, don't even know I care, honestly. <laughs> oh, my. You said you stuck with the neck, I think. Mm-hmm. I just want to see how he talks about the ball when he works. I've got to say, still to this day, drunken Al Envy is the greatest moment in the history of the WWE. I'll never top that. What was my greatest moment? I had like so many of them. Uh, we're going to cover on that. No, uh, Rouser, that is not Johnny. Johnny's at work. Al does not have Ricky's number. And yes, it, psycho, psycho is Blitz Price. Yes. That is Blitz. You might lose it. I'm about to drive to a really rural area. If I do, I'll call back. She's probably driving home from work right now, I guess. So she'll be doing it eventually. Um, but yes, yeah, that's Blitz Price, aka Psycho. He started out with Price. Blitz Price. Uh, hello, Rouser. Hello, hello, guest five. Rouser, aka Gaff. You should remember him there, Psycho. Guest five, is that a. I don't know who guest five is. Guest five, reveal yourself. Or forever more One of those oh. smartest ones. Why must you say that name to me? Because it's good radio, that's why. I'm not trying to do good radio. This is just shooting the breeze. And I'm looking up, I'm going to look up, I'm going to talk about some things <laughs> after I yeah, find them. I think she is. Uh, well, let's discuss, uh, let's just start off with Tension in Texas. I want to talk about this. Tension in Texas, 2011. A big moment for Al Envy, but there was other matches on this card. I want to discuss it for a minute. Oh, wait, you're Psycho. Going Not everyone, but just some things that stick out in my mind. Psych, oh, this was in Dallas, Texas, Cowboys Stadium, January Arlington. 31st, 2011. Arlington, Texas. This was a big, big pay-per-view for NAW. Uh, we, we, op- we actually opened the show with uh, Psycho and Ryan Pugh in an Insane Rules match. Psycho, do you remember this match? No. Derek, 
Really? Really? Did he leave? I don't know. Let me go look. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. He'll be back. Uh, Anyways, back to what I was talking about. Mr. Envy, as this yeah. is considered one of your biggest moments in pay-per-views. I'm going to mm-hmm. run through the card real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. Pew defeated Psycho. Twice nightly defeated Chester. Adrian Spectre defeated Nocturnal in a Hangman's News match. Vanessa and Chester Creamer defeated Morbid Wolf and Aurora Deadwood. Wow, I haven't thought of that name in a long time. Morbid Wolf. Chester Creamer won a match? Yeah. I haven't thought of that name, though. Morbid Wolf. I've forgotten that name for a long time. Wow. Morbid Wolf, though. He was very memorable, so. <laughs> yeah. Inc. defeated Jesse Styles. Um, Texas Ted defeated Kristen Crisis. I think that was Judas. Kristen Crisis. Kristen Crisis was Judas. I remember that. Texas Ted was that one dude. Uh, hides his loot. I think was his name. Oh yeah, hides. Yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, Aaron Abraham defeated Scarlett. I'm just gonna I miss Aaron Abraham. I wish he'd come back. Double A. That's the only guy. That's that seriously the only dude that I will bend over backwards to get back in the set. It's fucking Aaron Abraham. I'm dead ass serious. I, there was an there was an oh a, I Derek. There was an and, AA in the chat earlier, and I thought, oh my god, because I recently said I recently sent Abraham an email again for the fifth thousandth time. I'm thinking, oh my god, he finally got my email. But yeah, I, I would want Johnny. I would want Doug back, but Aaron Abraham, that guy, pop my fucking lid. Really is. Um, what if I Oh yeah. I'll do some shows like this, review and some stuff. As we as we as we come to the close, I like that. I don't know. It's a good group discussion. Uh, Jason Cena. We had a lot of matches on this fucking card. Jason Cena defeated uh Brian Hart. Brian Hart never really yeah. saw, never he really did it much. I think he showed up for that match. Well, he had a few. Brian Hart's best known for getting for being never never to return from Iraq at World War X coming up not about a month and a half later. <laughs> well, he he no showed uh, the scene match at Tension and Texas, and he yeah. no showed match in Iraq, and we left him in for our we left Blair him in Blair Buchanan defeated Apathy. Those two had some kept, like a good series of matches back in the day. N.A.W. Yeah, he did. No, yeah, no, Connor. No, uh, Matthew Carter, who was the world champion at the time, defeated Adrian Specter for the Ignite title. He was a world champion. Oh, yeah, he was. I'm sorry. I forgot we had two belts. At... Yeah, this is the Collision Ignite time right, right here. Nick Hote, there's a name I haven't said in a while, defeated Nikki Sin for the Youngblood title. Yeah. Triple Sanders. Sanders. He defeated his girlfriend at the time. Now yeah. his wife. Now his wife, yes. Triple X defeated Hunter Valentine. That was a no words barred match. Yeah, that, that was Hunter's most memorable moment in AEW, by the way. That fucking sucked. Yeah. I mean, so then I let Triple X write the match because he was technically kind of part owner. And, that, um, you know, yeah, he's totally. Valentine, they're like, even though he's had a hell of a lot better matches and way better moments, they think about that match. 
He totally buried Hunter in that match. Yeah. <laughs> he tri- he, in other words, he triple likes him very much. Yeah, I pretty much. He triple likes me before. Still like yep. the guy, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. This triple likes character is a little bit of a douchebag. But then anybody he has, else, you know? Yeah. If anybody else gets on, gets on the call, I'll just speak up because I I got the card this card in front of me I'm looking at. Um, Roger Wright defeated Matt Slater. They had a good couple of series of matches. Very, uh, very good writers. Um, and then the main event of the evening, which was one of the better feuds going in, starting in 2011. It, it, yeah. Really, the last couple of months of 2010, going into 2011 for about another two months, Al Envy versus Johnny Styles for the Collision World title, NEW Collision World title. And Al Envy got his big win in the 60-minute Iron Man street fight. Wait a minute. How did Jason Cena have a match? He made his debut that night after that match against me. After that Jason match, Cena was booked against Brian Hart that night. Oh, they said that Brian Hart on Jason Cena. Jason Cena took on Brian Hart that same night. Then uh, Triple H revealed Jason Cena was in the EW. What would happen? I don't know. I read the results. I'm just looking at the card. Pretty shitty. I think you're thinking about when you made your debut. No, I was, I was attacked after the match. Yeah, I'm going to attack you after the look. I'll have a look. But, anyways, I mean, that, the, the matches that really stuck out from that card, which is a great card, Adrian Spectre and Nocturnal had a great match. Um, me and Ink had a great match. Abraham and Scarlett had a pretty good match. Apathy and Blair had a pretty good match. Um, Roger Wright and Slater had a pretty good match. Q and Psycho had a good build and a decent match. Um, and Al and Johnny had the best match of the night. So, just, just give an honorable mention. That was a brutal match, too. Yes, sir. That was a big moment. That was a big-ass <laughs> time for the W, too. Rouser, I will have to look it up. It's, you can find him on the old site, newedgewrestling.proboards.com. His email's on there. If you have a moment, go ahead and you can find it on there. If not, I'll give it to you later. Anyways. I don't think he wants to be found. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, I think Ricky has gone off in the sunset. Well, he lives an hour away from Rouser, apparently. Fact. I thought Rouser was fucking British. So is Aaron Abraham. I thought, I thought you were talking about uh, British Sells. No, I'm talking about, talking about Aaron Abraham. Oh, yeah, you need to find that motherfucker. He needs to come back. Serious, dude. I love that guy. Uh, okay. My guy can stay around here had a couple more title runs. I can tell you that right now. I'm kind of covering 2011, this, this, this go-around. I'll eventually go back to 2010 and go up towards other shows like this when we get more people, too. But 2011 was a big year for NEW. Um, I remember it very well. So Al, Al remembers it very well, I'm sure, too, in his mind. So mm-hmm. let's move on. Let's move on to World War X 2011. This was a very interesting main event. Talk about, it was the longest match I've ever fucking written in my life. First of all, but I'll talk about that in a minute. Let's talk about the, first, the beginning of the card. Give me that. 
Uh, Jesse Styles defeated Abdul bin Hussan in a match that neither of us role played for. We just decided to do that because we we're in Iraq. <laughs> it wasn't ever booked. That's the figure behind that. Me and Nog just got together and were like, let's do that. Okay. Because <laughs> Abdul came out. I remember this. Uh, he was just, you know, all Iraq. And we were in Baghdad, Iraq for this show. And, uh, yeah, that was that. Uh, Jason Seen and Jack of Guns defeated twice nightly Blurry Buchanan, Nikki uh, Sin, some D-Line, Brad McKaylin, and Austin Impact, double ring ladder match. Jason Seen won the new golden contract, and Jack of Guns won the special briefcase, which I think was the title set of the TA title. Jack of Guns. Twice nightly, this amazing pass. I mean, let me just say how much of a fail this match turned out to be. It was a great match for the show, but moving forward, the two briefcase winners, how much of a fail this was. Jason Seen quit before he get, before he cashed in his fucking briefcase for the, like the third time. Jack of Guns vanished before he cashed in his. Mm-hmm. So that was a fail. That Put that on the fail. The why, I was one reason why Jason Seen quit because we both had a big ass uh, falling out on uh, yep. But, you know, he was a dickhead, so... Oh, well, that, can, know, that, that that continued on. That that got worse when he when he came back. Actually. Oh yeah. <laughs> but you know, let me see what else is going on. Guess five and Texas is listening and, and browser. I don't know where my Tennessee people are. Anyways, continuing on. Uh, Aaron Abraham defeated Sarah. In a uh, Youngblood and Futurity Championship Unification match. Uh, those two had like, some good matches, too. I remember that. It was really the coming out party for AA. I remember a certain uh, opponent that thought she should have lost, though. But... Well, we're not talking about that right now, are we? <laughs> I'm just saying. I remember, I remember that, that match was posted. Holy shit, dude. And then, of course, there was the main event. The World War X main event. The War Games match. The Dark Horse Society. Triple X, Jason C., Nick Hote, and Psycho defeated the business. Roger Wright, Johnny Styles, Ryan Pugh, and Hunter Valentine also defeated Six. Nocturnal District, Aurora Deadwood, Judas Dathanen, and I think Spectre was on both on both these teams. The Revolution. Adrian Spectre, Matt Slater, Al Envy, and Vanessa. Who could forget the Revolution? <laughs> I, I want to forget the revolution. So. <laughs> what happened was when I turned my back on the revolution, that's when Agent Inspector started his quest to uh, kill my daughter or something, if I remember right. Probably. And then I started having real-life problems, and I got booked against him, and I no-showed because I was having real-life problems, and he pretty much based his role-play off beating me. And the only time I was the role-play against him, I kicked the shit out of him, so... The story behind this was Triple X's team just. Uh, the business was really, in my opinion, the business should have won this, but somebody fucked up in the business, in the story, in the in the role plays. Can anybody take a guess who that was? Um, wasn't me because I wasn't in it. It was Hunter Valentine. Oh, no, really? Yeah. He threw everybody under the bus from his own team. Everybody. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I think I remember that. I remember everybody was really, really pissed off at him about that. Q was fucking livid. Johnny was livid. I was a part of the fucking stable, too. 
I was not happy. <laughs> yeah. He fucked us. Like that. That's one of my wants to be in the stable with Hunter to this day. He fucked us bad. And, uh, to this day. and this, this was the same night that Nick Hote and Matt Slater both joined the Dark Horse Society. I had so many fucking angles going on in this match. It was not funny. And I, I think it came out of like 18,000 words. It was insane. And the funny part was being kissed, disbanded like a month later. Well, yeah, because Triple X decided to be a world champion. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the CRU together, so I don't have to face anybody I'm too talented. <laughs> Sounds like I'm I mean, yeah. the perfect time. Uh, Smart, if you I think, think about it. Psycho's hey, back. Psycho's back. Yeah. Bitch, welcome back. Oh my God! Shit. What? I'm playing somebody on the computer on my bad game, and I just hold the fucking ball. All right, so I go. We're, we're yep. going over. We're, we're, we're kind of covering the loop 2011 right now. I started to. This is what I'm going to do on some specials when I get people together. Um, I already covered two pay per views, but I'll, I'll cover a couple things that you'll remember. Um, Tension in Texas, oh. tw- January 31st, 2011. The opening match: Ryan Pugh versus Psycho. Insane rules match. You remember that? Oh, hell yeah. It's a great one. Oh. Of all the programs I've worked in, NEW, Ryan Q is my favorite. And then this there was the Dark And then there was the Dark Horse. There was the, the very next pay per view. These are the two we've already covered. New World War New Presents World War X, February 28, 2011, in Iraq. Psycho's team that he was a part of, the Dark Horse Society, won the Stables match. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Yep. And that's where Hunter Valentine fucked my team as a, <laughs> as a team member. There was under the bus. Like, no way. Did it the real play or what happened there? Well, oh, you, no. It was, you know how everybody was doing, you know, when you do when you got a stable match, everybody's got to try to be on the same page and do that rolling role plays, right? Well, yeah. Hunter took us completely off where we what we were doing. He was like fourth to go out of five, and he did a just complete 180. He threw everybody, his own teammates under the bus, calling them at this, that, and literally threw one of them under the bu- under a bus. He made him look himself look as strong as possible. It made the rest of his team look fucking weak, and he fucked us. At the time, he was really the best role player on that team at the time. And this is where Nick Hote and Matt Slater joined the DHS as well, even though the DHS would soon die because Triple X would start the CRU. So. And that's the reason why I came back to AEW that first time is because I got a call from Ryan Pugh and Johnny, and they were like, dude, we're going to start this thing. We're going to start this thing. We're going to call it the crew. And at the time, it was just me, him, and Pugh, and then Triple X slid in on it after the fact. Yeah. So... As the, the story is, the original, the original crew was me, Johnny, and Pugh, and that was going to be it. But, and then here comes Triple X, and then here comes other people, and they got out of hand. Dude, at stuff. one point in time, you had like 10 people in that fucking stable. Yeah. And then the funny part was we got rid of some, and they, were, they said they were talking about how bad the crew was. When we got rid of them, they were so mad they got kicked out that it was ridiculous. Oh, there was, I remember... Uh, Aurora Deadwood and Apathy, I think, were the first two to get kicked out. Yeah, but and then we kicked out Nocturnal, and he yeah, he got, he was not happy. He was not happy, but he rolled with it, and it was it was some of the best storylines that he ever he's done. 
Yeah, well, I think it's kind of the storyline put him on. I mean, he was already good role player. Well, there's there a map, but it really, it really kind of punched in there that not is a real fucking top tier contender. Oh yeah, but that really has ran up. Yeah, he ran with it. Uh, that's when him and Rose started doing the. Uh, that's when him and Rose, Rose kind of turned from being a whore to more of a uh, goth chick. And it worked It worked for them for a little while. That's what me and Johnny did to Ophelia Payne. Yeah. That she, would, she would be the last one to get kicked out. She uh, asked for it, though. So I'm sorry. She did. We were going to roll with her until she started bragging about how she was using us to get to the uh, top. But right now, we're not there. We're not even up to the theory yet. Let's move uh-huh. on. Yeah. The, any, the, let's, <laughs> yeah, it's not yours, Connor. Stop trying to think of Mommy's computer. No, it's not mom. Yes, it is mommy's, but it's not yours. Yes, not Connor's. It's not Connor's. Yes, I'm arguing my four-year-old. Anyways, NW Demented came next in 2011, March 28th, uh, from Death Valley, California. I saw these people. Chris Johnson defeated Damian Dawkins, Otis King and the Prodigy. Who the fuck were these guys? You stopped No idea. Did any of those names know. stick out at all, Al? Uh, I know that. I know Damien Dawson's left pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, I think the Prodigy was one of X's failed secondary characters, I think. I'm not oh, sure. man. We should have started with... Uh, we should have started with... Um, Sure, like a secondary character that he revealed that he revealed a long time far oh, away. That he I know, 2010. I'll get back to that year sometime. Oh, man. Uh, that's mommy's, not yours. Hi, yeah, I'll give it to her here, mommy. Thank you, daddy. Thank uh, you, daddy. Uh, but anyways, uh, Judas Davin beat Kenneth Israel. McKaylin beat off an impact. Oh, God, off an impact. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Our current world champion. <laughs> yeah. I know why we closed. Uh, <laughs> that's not true, but uh, I'll go with that. I'm um, close to my world champion. Aurora Deadwood defeated Vanessa. Jason Seen defeated Under Oath, who is also known as Salem Morningstar, Freak Show. Many names. Um, Freak Show, that was a good character. Not really. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh-huh. A certain female with blonde hair ruined him, so. No. I won't mention any names. Um, Sarah defeated Aaron Abraham. They were back and forth for a little bit. Jack of Guns defeated Ryan Pugh and Dylan. I have no idea how the fuck that happened. You know why Sarah beat Aaron Abraham? No, how Jack of Guns Nobody beat Pugh. Nobody wanted to list her bitch again when she lost him. How Jack, Jack of Guns. That's a name I've not heard in a long time. I know. He vanished off the map, fucking the base of the earth. He was only with us for about three months. Um, right. Matt Slater defeated Alexander Koresh. This is when Knock was doing it once again, the Alexander Koresh thing. I hope he never used to again. Johnny Styles defeated Adrian Spector for the collision titles. Triple X defeated Roger Wright for the Ignite World title. Triple H's first title reign. I do remember that match very well, actually. That's where 
Triple X did something nobody saw coming. I gotta get, I'll give the devil his due. He outwrote Roger Wright. He did not go comedy. That was insane. And I remember Roger Wright's reaction when he lost. Oh, yeah. He was not a happy camper. To this day, he still talks about that match. He can talk all he wants, but he got beat. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm well, I did, I mean, because anybody who did Triple S back then, he did, the, he did you know, pretty much his uh, version of his productions role play. You know, he had his own movie studio. And he would just take, you know, he would just do, you know, just situational role plays. Well, I guess Roger Wright, when Roger tried to do the same thing to bury what he did, he goes back and does something totally different and squashes him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. gone again. Jesus Christ. Brilliant. I mean, he, he earned that match. He earned that title. And he was a dominant world champion, too. Yeah. Connor, will you stop? Mm. No. When I'm, I'm going outside. Blew me away. I think that was when I came back, wasn't it? At the end of the night when the crew was there? Back in the bathtub with you. Come on. I think it was. Yeah. And then, I don't have any more pay-per-views in front of me right now, but just that part of 2011, I remember going up, we moved from G-Fed to Pro Board in 2010, late 2010 now, mm. and we, we had so many fucking members. Jesus fucking Christ. We had, we had what, like, 75 at one time? Oh, yeah. Almost 80. And it, it, it wasn't nobody, like, just signed up and trolling or, you know, signed up not doing nothing. They were all active. We had huge mm-hmm. fucking calls. Especially, especially later in 2011 when GFIT announced officially that it was going to close in a year. We got yeah. an influx of talent like a motherfucker. That's why we did the P. That's the only reason we did the PCW thing. So. Yeah, that was a... Uh, <laughs> I don't know if we ever got up to 75 like we did, but mine got like 86, actually. I can't remember. Well, we had a hell of a, We pushed 100 one time when that happened. We got close. It was in the 80s, and I think. All active. It wasn't like, you know, we were just bugging people most of the no-show. And we, we had one car. We had, what, 15 matches, and everybody showed up. Oh, man, we were running like crazy, dude. We were running like crazy. Back then, back then we were doing two role plays every... We were doing two role play formats. Every week. Mm-hmm. So there was 30, what, 15 matches, like 100 role plays on the board every single week. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, you try reading that. Yeah. And there was a shoot. We were like, shit, we had, like, people happen to, you know, do all kinds of stuff. Yep. It was very much insane. It's amazing. Hello. I'm here. I know I thought I heard somebody else. Oh, man. I'm here. So what match were you talking about where Vanessa shouldn't have won? Because I'm outside now. Oh, uh, that rematch of Aaron Abraham. I don't see. I don't remember the second match that well. I don't remember. I just remember. The I remember the first thing. match. Aaron Abraham beat her. She got into the chat room and she was doing her Vanessa shit. How he shouldn't have won, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, you had to get a rematch and beat him. And I really, really think that whoever, I, I think that people were so sick of hearing complaining that when it came to rematch, everybody was, you know, everybody was like, gave a little bit as to Sarah, so she would have quit or yeah, but here's something the thing. like that. She beat him then, but then they had a third match the following day with Justice. 
I think it was Justice, or it might have been a few months later. It was an escape, escape, escape Africa match. We were in uh, Cape Town, Africa, and so it wasn't Justice. And uh, Aaron Abraham won that one, and that was the final yeah. one of between them. I, I remember the first one, and I remember how. I mean, up until then, I never really saw Vanessa complain about a loss. Then again, she didn't lose very much. No, not that much. Sarah was a damn good character, and she wrote her well. Yeah, she beat me once. She beat me one time. But, I mean, it was just, yeah, she was just so pissed about it. And I I went back and read the role plays. I'm like, dude, he beat you. I think he beat you. Just beat him back. And when I told her that he beat her, she was like, got to calm down a little bit. But, yeah, that's the first time she really overreacted. I saw her overreact to losing a match. That's Aaron Abraham. Just chicken. Okay. I don't think you judged that man. I think someone else judged that Matt, that rematch. I don't think it was you. I don't know, bro. I think it was Triple X. It's possible. I think he judged that match and he gave it to Sarah because I don't think he wanted to hear her complain anymore. I don't know. I was around. I know that, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, back then there's two owners. Yeah. Yo did that co owner stuff. Yeah. So. See, but then, of course, he did step back when he won the world title for being co owner. So. Yeah. He was just doing the graphics for the website for that for a while. But, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was some good. It was some weird times. Yeah, I mean. Hold on one second. And then we can go back to. Uh, God, what was his name? Triple X secondary character that won the world title and that's Caden Cedric. Caden Cedric was yeah we can talk about that for a minute. Guy popped up in AEW in 2010. Name's Caden Cedric, and he beat who he beat for he beat Johnny he beat Johnny for the world title. He 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 uh he? no hold on Al hold on let's, let me let me get the story fixed straight here. He had it was a tag match. Johnny and somebody versus Caden and somebody. I can't remember exactly. But the thing was, Caden Cedric had the golden contract. And Johnny no-showed that week. And Caden Cedric role-played. So Caden Cedric cashed in and and won the title. And beat Johnny. And then going into Teradome, Johnny did not get to go to Teradome as champion. But this was was Justice 2, Teradome number one. And Johnny Styles was freaking pissed. Oh, he's still pissed to this day about it. <laughs> okay, and then he got even more pissed when it, come, it, came, <laughs> it came to our understanding that Caden Cedric was Triple X. Yeah, I didn't even and know. Only person no, he, he, came, he did a good job keeping a secret. The only person that knew was Inks. That was the only person. <laughs> I didn't know Pew, didn't know Johnny, damn, didn't, didn't know him and the extra friends. And... Oh God! If you mentioned Kate, said if you ever get Johnny Styles on a phone call or on a radio show, he has to figure out Skype first, which is possible. He has to figure out technology, which is possible. So you ever get him on it? All you gotta do is get him going and say two words, Caden Cedric. That's all you gotta say, okay. and all he right. will just start up and keep going. Oh, pretty damn funny. Hey, Ron, Wait, over in the chat, if you're listening, I already talked to, I already did this on, a, on a NEW radio that we do every Sunday night now. 
But uh, I'm curious to know like, some of Gaff or Chef Roberto's most memorable moments of the NEW are. So if you want to check, type any of those out, feel free. I'll read them. I got food to eat, too, of course, here in a moment when it cools down. But um, yeah, anyway, lunch. yeah, I'm eating some here right, right now. But it was a good time. I wish we had more people to call, but Cycle dropped off, and Molly, I don't know where the, she just went blah. It's probably, it's probably being baby. It's probably doing baby stuff. Uh, yeah, Roz, I'm waiting to hear from you. I think I know who Guest 5 is, but I'm not for sure, so I'm not going to say. Guest 5 is probably me, so I need to sign in. No, you're you're in Texas. Oh, okay. So I, forgot my, I forgot my PIN number for talk shoes. I don't use talk shoot anymore. Well, yeah, I mean... Any W radio, this is just, I call this classic NW radio because this is just a little alumni for just to talk old times and kind of hype up NW, kind of hype up NW for the coming days, future, as we Actually, get ready for the use, final run. We now use Mixler instead of Skype. We, we go through Skype, Skype but we use Mixler. We through Skype and use Mixler for the recording, yes. So, that was so great, yes. Had, I remember that uh, when Gaff. When Gav was newer in 2011, this was uh, mid-2011. This was about 2010 and 2011, especially 2000, near, the end, near the end of 2010 going into 2011, all the way through 2011. We, got, we had an influx of talent, like we already said. But a lot of names that we know came in. Gav was mm-hmm. one of them. And Gav, one of Gav's favorite memories, he liked beating Sarah twice in a row, which he did. He beat her twice in a row. Yeah, Two shows in a row. And it was, I was actually listening to a radio show about this the other night, and... His shit was so good with Rouser and Gaff for a while. It was just so good. He got, but then he got, but then he had personal life come up. But it was so good for a while. Shepherd Burrow stuff was good too. Yeah, yeah, but I, and I know everybody really likes Shepherd Burrow, but I, I just really loved the combination of Rouser and Gaff. I, I told Gaff that earlier today. So. Yeah, beating Sarah twice in a row. It was a moment. Yeah, and behind the scenes on that one, she was pissed. Oh, yeah. I remember. She's pissed when she lost, period. Yeah, but she was really pissed about this one. Gaff did kind of rub it in. <laughs> yeah, she uh, She only really... I think the only time she wasn't... I think, no, when she took on Matt Slater, she beat him, didn't she? Yeah, I thought Slater didn't want to lose. Didn't want to beat Didn't want to... You want to lose her. That was a guy that when he could when he wanted to write and he wasn't freaking being manipulated, that dude can write. And he's one of the best freaking faces I've ever read. About all the faces I've read throughout role playing, he's one of the tops. And don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to start any shit with a nest. No, you're not. I was I when that's did a ton for the NW. I'll never take that away from him. Oh me. yeah. But I'm just, I'm just telling the truth of what I remember. Vanessa did get pissed over a lot of matches. So, I mean, Triple, Triple X got pissed already, everything. And Johnny, didn't matter what, he was mad when he, I beat him. Oh, yeah. That came, that came from Hunter. Hunter told me he was pissed. He, he said was he mad read at that match. First, but he got over it pretty fast. Yeah, he, he said he read that match, and he slammed his he slammed his laptop down and walked away from the desk. Because mm-hmm. Hunter was living with him at the time. Now, of course, the next day, Johnny, when I, Johnny Golly congratulated me, but Hunter said that when he first read it, he, was, he came home from work, and he sat down and read it, and he was mad in hell. He didn't say nothing to anybody. I'm like, damn. The most fun that, oh, I'm sorry, the most pissed that Johnny ever was, was I think it was 2012, 
Caden Sutter. No, that, yeah, that was the most pissed he was. But the most pissed besides <laughs> that was when he lost to Jason Scene for the extreme title. Oh, yeah. Fucking, he quit, actually, over that. He was fucking livid. He was I, I, talked him, I talked to him coming back. Yeah, he came back about a month later. Yeah, he oh, called me. I said, dude, you going to come back? That's fucking bullshit. I said, dude, just come back and beat him. And that's what he did, didn't he? Yeah, he came back and beat him. Yeah, I said, just come back and beat him. And he came back and beat him. But yeah, he, Rouser, he, I remember that very well. Yep. And Gaff, a.k.a. Rouser, or whatever, said uh, Keith versus Chef Roberto was fun while it lasted. Yeah, that was, that was an interesting one. Keith was when, he got on that, when he got on that streak, he was good, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just lose your motivation for a character. Yeah. I've been lucky. I've, I've had I've had Dunce ass Al Envy role plays in the past. That's for damn sure. Especially when I came back from breaks. My, my role play sucked. Another name that came in in 2011. He had his moments. He was really good. He, he had a comedy life. He was really good in 2011. But after about a year, it was just the same stuff. Though that was the problem. He never he never really evolved. Who was that? L.A. Keith. Yeah, when he first came, he was great, and then he he just didn't adapt. I guess you can say he just kind of kept doing the same shit. Yeah, kept doing the same shtick. So, even though it was good, I loved it. I thought it was fine. But then he got to where he was just wanting to be more comical than anything. He was comical at first. He really wanted wanted to do off-the-wall comedy. And he just, um, you know, kind of just got stale. No. I guess I'll go. And the envy household is everybody yelling. Yeah, that's how my house is most of the time. Everybody yelling. Yeah. Especially on the weekends. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's usually quiet during the day. All right, I'm going to move on to the justice real quick. Cover that. Uh, this one was a big one. It was from his justice uh, number three from Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, Indiana. That's when that stadium was brand new. Hazard defeated Jesse Styles in a 60-minute Ironman match. I was very uh, not happy with the way that match was written, unfortunately. I didn't write it. Hazard did, and Triple X had an influence in it. It pissed me off. I'll be, I'll be the first to say that behind the scenes. I knew I was going to lose. I didn't care about that. But I wanted it to be having Jesse Styles. And I got surprised. Go ahead and help him. I got surprised. Sure, I could have changed it because I had, I had the power as an owner, but I didn't because they put the work into it. But that's when DHS came about, and DHS completely ruined the fucking match. And it pissed me off because me and Hazard built that for so long. Because that pissed me off. And then Hazard would leave anyway. They never really joined the DHS. He would leave for a little while. Did a personal reason. So, that was kind of shitty. Aurora Deadwood defeated Mark Jones. Mark Jones. Mark Jones, bitches. Yeah. Mark Jones, Mark Jones never won a match in any W. <laughs> she was uh, Charity's uh, real life husband. Yes. Ritter. Um, Nikki Sin defeated that little cheating fuck Jason Andrews and Corey Argentum 
Um, that does a street. <laughs> A.K.A. Bacon, <laughs> Jason Andrews. A little cheap bitch, Jason. I like how you segue into that. A little cheap bitch, Jason Andrews. Mm-hmm. He's a good kid, too. I don't know what happened to him. Well, we found out he was fucking cheap. Steal people's role plays for one. Yeah, that's what he did. I can't remember what he did. The role plays he was stealing weren't even that good. That's the fucked up part. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine. Then he tried to write one himself, and it was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. I'm like, do you know what relevance is? I guess not. Mm. The last thing I heard from that kid was he was going to Job Corps, and I haven't heard from him since. That was like three years ago, two and a half years ago. I remember that, and he's gone. Josh Cole said the same shit. I remember that, too. He was going to Job Corps. Um, sorry, I'm reading something. I'm trying to see what the hell Sarah's saying. Mm, she's making herself a two-pound pizza. Okay. Yeah, two-pound pizza. Sarah, Molly. What's that question you want to call? That's why, I guess. Fine. Yeah, you did have a rap battle with Josh School, didn't you, Rouser? Not on the radio, obviously, but on the DB you did. <laughs> you kicked his ass, which like everybody else did. Every time I think about Josh Cole, I think about whatever you can for some reason. Was it on the radio? I don't remember. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, Josh Cole, well, he was the last person to realize that Blair Buchanan was actually a guy. <laughs> That was 2010, early and then. We did a we did a late after after hours radio show, and that's when Josh found out. He was so mad and so embarrassed. It was fucking hilarious. Yep. And it was rumored that he actually was going to meet her somewhere. He had cyber sex with Blair. And he had cyber sex with Blair. They were going to hook up, meet somewhere. He's going to meet her one day. I remember him talking about that. And the whole time I'm sitting there laughing my ass off because I love William and Dad. He's my boy. But you could tell he had an Adam's apple when he talked. Yes, Rouser. He was raped. <laughs> Cyberly. <laughs> and when fucking Josh Cole told about how hot she was and he wanted to hook up with her, I'd sit on my end of the chat room and laugh my ass off because I knew that Blair was a uh, man. Did you hear my rant? I think you were away from the computer. I'm going to talk about this one. But um, Hazard versus Jesse Styles to open up Justice 3. <clears throat> that was a great feud. I, I pretty much drove it. I even let Spaz piss in my mouth. And not on purpose. It was like just something to make me mad. And then Hazard was, wrote the match and Triple X got his influence in. And DHS fucked and ruined the entire match. I was not happy, dude. Behind the scenes. I was fucking livid about that. 
And I could have changed it, but I'm like, fuck this. I'm not doing it. Not for my own personal gain. I, I, I didn't mind. I, I knew I was going to lose the hazard. But I'm sure I, Christina remembers. I was fucking pissed about the way the match was written. Because mm. it took away from what everything me and Hazard did. I hope he comes back. I really, he, he'll come back one day. No idea what he just said. Let's see, what else? Uh, Hunter Valentine defeated Juliet Delacroix, which was apathy. Lexi Starr defeated Brian Pugh, Matt Falcon, Chris Styles, and a bunch of other people, Caden Cedric, in a secondary character of Battle Royal, Justice 3. Lexi Starr was an amazing role player, too. Mm. I wonder what happened to him. He, he kind of turned to a fucking play kill, man. Mm-hmm. Matthew Carter defeated Kenneth Israel. Woo-hoo. Um, Sarah defeated Nick Hote. That was a career-defining moment. Yeah. Seth Ives defeated Judas Dathan. Inc. defeated Ryan Pugh, the one time they ever fought. Insane rules match. Yeah, I think that was a plain fucking finish, too. Here was a fucking... Yeah, Pugh put him over. Here was a fucking... Fucking bullshit, man. Dave McDave's one NEW appearance defeated Jason Cena in an extreme submission match. I made the mistake of letting Cena have all the control, talking to McDave, because I thought he had it handled. I fucked up, and McDave, that was it, man. That was the one thing. Cena fucked it all up, and then I almost had McDave back a few years later. Patrick Jones fucked that up, so there you go. David Davis, he, out of everybody in TEW, David Davis was fucking amazing. Yep. But he's such a sensitive mm-hmm. little person sometimes. That's the problem I have with him. Like, he, he apparently he wanted to be a big secret about his return, and I'm like, dude, only, only two people know. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I quit. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Triple X defeated Johnny Styles, Matt Slater, Roger Wright, Adrian Spectre, Nocturnal, Aaron Abraham, and Vanessa in the Tarot match. Uh, Teradome second, Justice, uh, Justice 3, the most people in Teradome of all time. That was a bitch to write. <laughs> uh, that was Triple S's first uh, Teradome win. Mm. And then we went to NEW Better Than You. You remember that? Al, were you here for this? I don't think so. No, I think you were gone for the personal shit. We had the Better Than You tournament all month long. And it was it really, we everybody thought it was going to go down a queue and Pew and even I did. I thought I was going to go on to Pew and Triple X because I, I, I booked it for the Georgia Zone. And Pew lost to Spectre in the semifinals. He was so fucking pissed. And in that final was one of the biggest ass kickings in the history of NEW. I remember that. The finals was Spectre versus Triple X, and Triple X destroyed him. Destroyed him? Spectre. That was the thing about Adrian. He wasn't consistent. The one time he was consistent, he was a world champion. Oxford yeah. Dictionary. Okay, Rouser. I mean, he just... The one time he was consistent every single show was when he, he won the world title. But other than that, he would put really good stuff one week, one show, and then the next show he'd just put something to make a head scratch. Like that, the world play where he did happen Japanese. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, really? And I think that was one... I think I think I was in that match with him. I don't remember, but I agree. 
I think that was uh, um, 2010, where UMQ and him fought in a triple threat match for in that in Hell in a Cell Inferno match. I think Q1. Hmm. No, that was Kamikaze 2010. Because I remember the first opening match was the Collision World Title match. Specter did a horrible job of that writing that. And mm-hmm. I wrote the main event. I wrote the main event, which was kick ass. I remember that. He's the reason why me Scene had a huge, huge, huge falling out because Jason Scene did a role play against me that went against everything that was an AEW guideline. Mm-hmm. And Specter had him win. Specter liked me. And I'll say it to this day, Specter never liked me. Especially after he got, I just turned on the revolution. Especially. And he was running any, or doing a president of AEW or something, and Jesse was taking the leave of absence, and he was uh, judging matches, and he had freaking seen beat me. I'm not sure what that was. Hmm. And that was when me and CS, that was right when me and C had that big ass falling out, huge falling out. Oh, yeah, that's when my dad died, dude. That's why I was on the Yeah, you were on hiatus. You were, yeah, your dad passed away. I was only gone for like three weeks. Now I remember... I, uh, I, I remember coming back. Actually I, listened, I actually listened to a radio show about this recently. Um, And and she was kept telling you, I'll let it go. Because you don't want to hear this shit right now. <laughs> but you were fucking pissed. And finally I did talk to you about it. And I thought what went on. I read the role plays. And I'm like, yeah, you got fucked, dude. I'm sorry. I do remember that. Keep talking. Cause I got. I got. I got to discipline my child. Yeah, I'm good, dear. Uh, sorry, guys. I thought this would be more entertaining, but I guess nobody was really that interested in calling in. <laughs> Psycho and Molly were supposed to be on the call, but. Cycle dropped off and he's gone and Molly's full of shit, so there you go. I could be playing Grand Theft Auto Five right now. No, I'm gonna call it Eve without. <laughs> oh shit. I'm holding up a sign that I want I want Rouser back. Just saying. Hmm. I'm not. I can't see the chat right now, Rouser. If you're listening, so <laughs> ah, memories of Rouser since he actually did is, is participating in the uh, chat. Everybody, the most memorable moment of Rouser came OOC wise when he took over the radio show for me because I had something going on and it was the weirdest, most fucked up, but funniest radio show one of them of all time. I have to find that radio show someday. I think it was on Skype though, so I'm not sure where it would be. But one of these days, I need to find that radio show. And Rouser again, I can't see what you're saying right now, so you have to wait till I get it back with insight. But yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course there was a Chef Roberto incident where he kinda of put me in jail. Asshole. <laughs> to be a pedophile. Uh and there's ga- all gaff segments and gaff he had a really good view with Rea Sarah. And uh, beat Vanessa twice, which led to him facing Rhea Sarah. She could be using her, if I remember right. 
Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, uh, yeah, tomorrow night, any W Radio, where we have to talk about the current product, which I'll have more to talk about than this, because I don't have... I don't have that many people on right now, and the current product and everything that's to come, I have plenty to talk about. So, and the stuff of the past just kind of comes to my brain as it goes. As it goes, I can't, I can't just make it myself remember everything. Pedophile uh, style. What? Pedophile style. I remember that. Yep. Pretty damn. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, AEW Radio Sunday night, 8 o'clock Central Time, tomorrow night, discussing the current AEW and our final run and what's the justice, we're going to do predictions for Justice 7 and the Ignite one match feature. So that'll be oh. good. This show was just to shoot the bullshit, and nobody came out with me and Al like usual. Everybody's still intimidated by me. Well, yeah, I don't know if they got anything to do with you, bro, but, yeah. Let's just go with that. Everybody will turn it over to Well, I thought smoking, so I can't see the chat room saying, so, uh, anyways. Um, I'm trying to think of people. Is there anybody left out in your brain besides Aaron Abraham and the obvious people like Johnny and Pew and... That and Doug and shit that you would want to see come back. Oh God! Uh, just because he's my buddy Chester. Yeah, but I'm afraid he would come back and do not role play. Yeah, I don't like having badges in the roster. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. And he, you know, I told him he's welcome when he came to the chat the other night. He I'm just said always, he, he, just said, um, he said he's too old for role playing. That's what he told me. I'm like, shut up! You're like younger than me. <laughs> Thirty fucking five, and I roll quick. <laughs> but I also get laid, and I have a social life, and that's, that's true. Same here. So I don't really have a social life, but pathetic when you're thirty five and you're sitting in front of your computer, and that's all you do. Yeah, that's when it's bad. <laughs> well, I got three kids, a wife, and a job, so. I, yeah. I rarely, I'm just sitting in front of my computer right, right now because I'm trying to make the NWA last run go through very smoothly. And it's my, it's like, it's, it is now my main hobby for the next nine months. So, but after that, <laughs> I'll be doing, I'm sure I'll find plenty of other things to do like I did when I, we were away. So, I'll still be five months from now, but, or nine months from now, sorry. Yeah. I'll probably role play somewhere, but uh, I won't have that. I won't have the responsibilities that comes with owning a Fed any, anymore. It'll be kind of surreal. It'll be nice though. It'll be surreal. Hey, uh, what? Hey Jesse, can you write a match for us? Well, I might write a match once in a while. I don't mind that. If I don't have the responsibilities of judging matches and putting matches together and dealing with everybody's bullshit. As a, that's that's the hardest part about running the Fed. Not, not the match writing. Mm-hmm. Balancing I mean, the egos, balancing the bitching, balancing the complaining, balancing the angles, making sure everything's right for the show. 
putting the show together, that is the most difficult stuff of running a Fed. Mm-hmm. I put together the last couple of shows in EW, actually, before he closed down for a while. The lights out, you did. Yes, sir. I taught you how. On Skype. Last show wasn't that bad, actually. I see it coding and everything. It's pretty nice. Hmm? <coughs> Why are you on my bed with that? Yeah, you know, anybody who's listening to this that hasn't signed up, I I recommend signing. It's not going to kill anybody to have one last run. It's an easy freaking, you know, it's an easy uh, workload. It's two whole plays a month. Yeah, I mean, um, like I was saying, it's once a month. Yeah, the, yeah, we're gonna have a feature match on night, but only if you're willing to have that match. If you're not willing, then we're gonna hook you up for that feature match. So it's no big deal. We think it'd be a good time for you to be booked. We'll come to you first. Say, hey, you wanna be booked? For the show? If you say no, we'll find someone else. Exactly. The first two we got. I'm I'm doing the second one, and then Austin has a world title defense in the first one. And then the final one is very possible. It might be a six-person tag match. So, And if it's not, then we just do a damn freaking uh, Justice 7 build and everybody's in segments. I don't mind having one yeah. of those, those shows. Well, that's the idea behind the shows anyway. Is the, to be honest, yeah, the, match, the match is secondary. The match is secondary on Ignite compared to the segments. Be that, last, that last show, if there's nobody willing to be booked, then we'll just write a freaking hype show. Rosa, why are you muted? So, because he's on the call. That's why. Hello. Hello, bath boy. Oh, yeah. I was outside, bro. I didn't see you on the call. He didn't say anything. It's in May. This is going to cost you some money, bro. (laughs) This is free, bro. Yeah, people here, you guys won't cost them anything, but, you know. Great. How is Rouser? You are? I said, how are you? I'm good. Good. I'm good. Well, Big shout out to my friend Nocturnal. We all love nocturnal. Well, are you in the bathtub? I am not. Not to my knowledge. That was very funny in that house. Did you guys? Not, not the guys in the call. I'm talking to my kids. But yeah. Anyways, Rouser, NEW Radio, first time in a while. Hey. Anything, uh, anything you got? You want anything? Any, any shoutouts or anything you want to talk about? I, I, I just came in to say absolutely nothing. Okay. You're, you're wasting your money to come in and say absolutely nothing. Yes, huh? it's free. It's free. <laughs> this call is free. Oh, it's free. Yeah. Damn. How is it free for you? 
I'm calling through Skype. Oh, Skype. You can do that you on Talk Skype on TalkShoe now? Yep. Yeah, it took me an hour to figure it out, though. Wow. I heard the quality was shit, but, you know, you can do it at least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what time is uh, it fucking doing? Not listening, I'm sure. Not never misses a radio show. Come on, knock. Come on, knock. I'll tell you what, what to do. Come on, knock, you bastard. Knock's not, not coming back, but he's still a supporter. He turned me down, the bastard. Oh, well. Yeah, he's been with your penis this morning. Anyways. Come get Vanessa on the radio show. Holy shit, Michigan won? I don't care. Uh, Holy fucking shit. I don't care. Damn, that's shot. If Knock was on the call, he'd be like, shut up, Al, about your bloody football. Knock. Ain't my fault, the weird man that's played. Yes, football, Connor. Football. Yeah, he fucking won. Holy shit. What's Michael doing? You're playing that. Hey, damn, 35 to 7. Holy crap. Oh. Hey, uh, Rouser. Yeah? You're, 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 like, you're like my guy that finds people. Any clue what happened to Nick Hosek? Yes, I, I contacted Nick. Um... Oh, let me think. Um, how long he replied with a uh, question mark. Okay. And where is the radio show where he took over for me? Whatever happened to that? It was a uh, blog talk radio. Was it? Okay. Yes. I might, I might be able to find that then. I'll have to go through like three lists. I might be able to find it. I think, I think you you forgot to uh, press record. Yeah, I think it was 2013. I'm not sure. It'll help narrow down the search for me. I'll find oh. it. What the hell? No, you didn't get your... You failed, no. What the hell? What the hell? Oh, slippery-ass kitchen floor. Let's fall on my ass. Uh, guess five. You don't know who Knock is. I like keep mentioning. Then you don't know anything about any W. Anyways. Anyways. Nick Carty. He role plays as a guy called P.T. Panda. So Zachary. Tincture these days. I'm just looking through some stuff. Also, I want to mention that real quick too. I'm gonna. To, I was gonna mention. I'm gonna mention this on the national show tomorrow, uh, where people actually listen. Uh, but I do want to mention we lost one of our own about a month, a month and a half ago. Frank Finelli. Uh, he passed away. Yeah. The handler, Frank Finelli, the real life man. Our first NEW alumni we we've lost, and uh, uh, you'll be missed, my friend. Uh, very very good talent. Had his ups and downs in NEW, but was always a good guy to me. I, I, I don't think anybody ever had any complaints about him, really. And 
He was a, he was a uh, two-time TV champion and a tag champion with Spectre. Um, just a good guy. And uh, sadly, I, I had lost touch with him over the last couple of years because I think he was sick. I'm not sure. And he didn't have internet. So, oops, well, the not here to executioner, the executioner of the court. Yeah. But he was. Frank Finelli. He never really fell into that, though, like where he wouldn't talk to you and be kind of like snob, snobby. Frank was different. So, because let's be honest, when the court was the court, they were kind of snobby. They kept to the, they kept to their own little group. And Frank especially was towards the crew. Inspector, I mean, even Spectre did it, but Fernelli never really did. He would talk to anybody. So I just wanted to say he he would be missed, and I'm, I was very sad to hear about that. So. And my thoughts are with his family, of course. So. Not that they'll ever hear this, but it was important to get off my chest. There you go. And I'll mention on the other radio show tomorrow when more people listen, but yeah. It makes you think, too. It was one of the reasons, honestly, it was one of the reasons I brought this back. Deep down, I didn't really, I haven't really said this, but it just, it kind of, I read it, because two weeks later I said, okay, I'm coming back. And I'm like, you know, I just, how fast time goes. Now, somebody somebody legitimately died from our group. I'm just like, we got to have one more run. And then I, all I can think of is I hope we can get enough people that were involved in the original runs to be a part of it. And we're kind of, we're working on that. We got some people back, and we're st- I'm still working on a lot of people. So hopefully this will be a great nine months. I mean, that's all it's about. This isn't about the drama. This isn't about the past. It bullshit. I mean, sure, I'll mention some of it in passing because I'm not going to hold back the truth. I made many mistakes as an EW owner. I'll be the first to say that. I fucked up on many, on many things. I'm a human being. I've got, I let somebody manipulate me three months ago that will never happen again. It was my fucking fault. I, I believed somebody over somebody else, and that was my fucking fault. But and In fact, I believed him over two people. But I thought he was my friend. We talked every day on Skype. Every day we had a Skype conversation. Every fucking day. I thought, I thought we were really tired then. So that was my fault. Um, anything else where I can admit my wrongs? Uh, there's been some matches where I was wrong, but at the time I thought I was right. You can't take that back. You're going to make some bad decisions. Simple as that. I, but I will say I don't think I ever made a bad decision to where they weren't at least somewhat close. I don't think I ever screwed anybody intentionally. Not that I can remember. Al would have to remind me if I did. You screwed me intentionally. Well, I always screw you intentionally, Christina. <laughs> if it's not intentional, then we have a problem. <laughs> Keep your sex life to yourself. Oh, shut up. You've heard it for years. No, I don't I, I have a couple. I have a um, decision made that I didn't agree with. Okay. Terrodome. Roger Wright. Terrodome. <laughs> yeah, when I lost the Triple S and shouldn't have lost. And I have openly said that was a very that was a very close match. You can not admit it or admit it if you want. And it was a hard one for me. So I could have went either way. And I thought maybe I should have went the other way, but I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say that was a wrong call either. I'm just gonna say it was a questionable call. Because to me at the time it was like almost a coin. I had six other people say, dude, I can't believe you fucking lost that match. Well, I, I, said, well, you. <laughs> <laughs> I think Al won. 
He 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 takes other people's opinions. Trust me. I mean, everybody remembers the Pew Jesse Styles debacle. I'm not going to take. There was. I'm not. I'm not going to take any blame for that one though. This wasn't. I didn't think this was a missed call, but when Pew lost to Molly Mayhem. I don't think that was a missed call to this day, actually. Apparently, if you bring it up, that's supposedly one missed call you made was when Pew lost to Miami Mayhem. Pew dropped the ball. He did a press did two press conference role plays. I'm sorry. Sadly, I didn't know Molly was cheating. That's the only thing. I didn't know she was cheating. Now, if I knew that, she would have never had the shot to begin with. So, there you go. But this is right after she won. You know, he flipped out. Yep. Uh, he took it so personal. You know, and so mad. I mean, when it happened, then when it came to the fact she, you know, had someone right to uh, whatever happened, I don't think getting to it. She's listening on the call and it's passed and it's over. But yeah, it's over. Down. When he found out that he was even more pissed off. I don't mind talking about it because you learn from it after all this time. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't bother me. I don't want to, you know. Let's go and let's talk about the let's talk about the elephant in the room that's always been in the room. Did I make a mistake on when the whole VOW thing went on? No, I did not. They all deserve to be fired. I'll stick no, by that because they lied to me, they kept it from me, and it was wrong of them. Now, where I made the mistake was where I decided to completely trash them for the next five months on radio. That's where I made the mistake. That was my fault. But you, every one of you deserved to be fired until you gave me an apology. But I didn't give you that chance, really, because I completely trashed the living fuck out of all of you. That's where I made the mistake. But you guys were in the wrong for what you did. I'm not going to take full credit for that, ever. I never will. So, But I definitely did not help things. No question about it. I was mm-hmm. a complete, complete and utter asshole for the next five months, every radio show chance I had. Because I was pissed off that my, some of my closest members did that to me. And a guy you know for a long time. One that was a person that you oh, knew yeah. for a long yeah. time. And, he, and he, him and I are getting along very nicely now. And mm-hmm. we've, we've moved past it. But I just wanted to say, I was sorry officially for that. I've said it many times for the way I acted about it. But I will still back up my claim. They deserve to be fired. Would I have let them back in if they had apologized? Yes. If I hadn't been so mad, yes. And then the fact that you don't go into some real suspense or I take their members. Yeah. I, mean, and I don't know, know the fact that they were trying to necessarily steal NEW members and tell them to leave NEW. I never got proof of that. But I asked Steve. I asked Vanessa. I didn't find out the truth until Owen finally admitted it. Because I had heard the rumor that they were starting a set. All I wanted was the truth. That's it. If they had just been honest with me, I would have never got that mad. They, but then, and the bottom line is they were afraid that I was going to get mad, so they kept it from me. Well... That didn't do any good. Because <laughs> I got really mad then. Well, you wouldn't have gotten mad. You probably tried to affiliate with them. Yeah, that's what would have happened. What is it cool? You're going to stay in AW and you're going to run your own Fed. Fine. That's what would have happened if, if they had been up front with me. The reason I got so mad is because my close friends lied to me about it. So, there you go. I don't hold any grudges anymore. I'm over it. I'm just mentioning things that I regret. I do regret the way it was handled. On both sides, I wish they had come to me honestly and not feared how I was going to react. And I wish I hadn't blown up like I did for six months. So there you go. Okay. 
AEW Radio right now, the classic AEW Radio. Apologize to uh, E-Fed Knights. I will never apologize to e Knights. They can go fuck off. Hold on. I will do my apologize to E-Fed Knights for how I handled the situation. Then again, fuck you. You don't deserve an apology. Uh, exactly. They fucking did that shit up on themselves. All you did was ask a fucking question, and they blew up at you, and we just happened to be doing an AEW Radio show at the time. And I went the fuck off, and they heard it, and they got pissed, and they banned us. And then you were going, and you were going off, and you got back on the radio with us. So yeah, you and me got banned, and that was, that was the end of it. And Efed Knights, where, where are they at now? They're not even an Efed wrestling site anymore. So fuck them. And here we still stand for one more line, one more dance, but we're still standing. Where's, where's all the haters at, Al? Where's Where's Tew? Where's Marcus Williams' feds? I mean, where the, where's where's E-Fed Knights? Where's E-Fed Zone? Not E-Fed Zone, sorry. Uh, Fed Wars slash E-FedWrestling.com. That's what I meant. Sorry, guys. All gone. Where's G-Fed? Gone. We, at the end of the day, despite our dysfunctional family of many people, we stood the test of time. Sure, we closed a few times. I think five times altogether. But we came back every time. And we, st- and we stuck. So we stood the test of time. And that was with help from so many people. I can't even name them right now. I got time to do that later. So, Ralph, I saw you hung up. Obviously, didn't want to waste any more money. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, no, you're on Skype. That's right. Sorry. Yes, I'm here. Al hung up. Never mind. I want to apologize to Rouser as well, since he's on the air. I'll do it publicly. I've already done it. I we we know who I'm talking about, Cronin. I was wrong. I thought he was like a really good friend of mine. I was wrong. So I apologize. Cool, bro. It's cool. Yeah, I knew it was cool, but I've never I've never publicly done it. So. Yeah. And Nocturnal, I apologize to him too. Even though I already have five times. But I, I apologize to him if he happens to listen to this. I was wrong. And this fucking Rob dude is a complete and utter fucking twisted motherfucker. And I'm just seeing him now. So, sad. And and Rob, if you ever listen to this, Mr. Father Nathan, okay. Rob, slash... Valora, the same goddamn person. I fucking knew it all along. I just didn't want to admit it. You're fucking, you're fucked up in the head, bro. You are seriously fucked up in the head. Just want to say that. Lie to your friends. If you had been honest with us, there would have never been the theories behind your back that you got so mad about. We wouldn't have cared if you'd been honest with us. That's another situation. Fucking ugh. And then the send me shit that people never even said that you wrote pretty much and changed the words. End of the day, <laughs> take a giant leap and go fuck yourself. Thanks for almost ruining some of my good friendships. There's my rant for the day. Was that what happened between you and Nocturnal? Was Rob? Yep. Oh, I thought it was because of me. Nope. Rob was apparently basically ad-libbing a lot of things that Knock was saying, and Rouser too. Because I showed him the conversations, and he was basically changing the words of stuff that they had said to him about me. So, 
And I can I can believe it now that there's actual proof about Rob. So it is what right. it is, man. I swear on my life, I never ever had a conversation with Rob. Mhm. So apparently he would he would make up the make up that he had a conversation with Rouser. <laughs> Crazy. I guess the best thing I can say to that, without being a complete dickity about anything else, is if you got to do that, dude, you need to get a you need to get a serious life. Mm-mm. That's the end of that. That is the last drama left of the NEW, and uh, that's me closing the door. <laughs> Officially, Valora and Cronin. And all the other characters that come with them, you are not invited back for the final show. The door is closed. Have a good day. It's very sad to me because I thought I thought we were actually really close friends. So have a good day. You know, we all spent many a Skype conversation while I was recovering for foot surgery earlier this year. Yeah, but dude, I you don't understand. I talked to I talked to Rob when you every day, like three three Skype calls a day at one point in time. So I mean, and that was crazy and. And Rob and fucking Roger. Sometimes Austin pops in. Yep, college football stuff. Foot surgery earlier this year. I had Achilles lengthening and I had infections in my feet and stuff. And I had to go to the hospital for two weeks, two weeks at a time. Yep. And, you know, we were playing NCAA football 13 all day. So I couldn't do nothing. I had to stay off my feet. So I couldn't walk. Those were good times until y'all bitches backed out. <laughs> football life. Bored, and then we got freaking bored listening to Rogers playing about his football team or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. That's why I think Rogers is going to be crazy. Yeah. I ain't I'm crazy. Trying to think of, trying to think of anything else I need to get off my chest on this show for the one that... Oh, this isn't for the whole world of UPI. This is for Danny W alumni that listen to it if they listen to the playback. Yeah. You know, it'll probably be out in the world of UPI, but I don't really give a shit. So, uh, nobody's gonna listen from the UPI world. I think oh, no, no, no. Um, um, I'm way over this now, but I'll mention it as a learning experience. There was a couple mistakes made when when I came back to NEW when NEW PCW was going on. I left it in Roger's hands. Roger Riot, he completely fucked me. And I love Chris, but he completely fucked me. He, he, he should have never tried to change the name without talking to me. And I'll, live, I'll, live, I'll say that to this day. And that was what it was all about. And Pew and them, got all, they all got on the call, made fun of me and shit. It was ridiculous. I'm over it, but still... It was, Roger was the one that hurt me the most because he he should have backed me and he should have fucking said, yeah, I never told him that we were going to change the name. This is my fault. He never did. So that pissed me off and no him. I'm going to do it. And Pew and me went at it, but Pew and me went at it many times because we're, we're a lot alike. So I'm, I don't blame Pew for that because I know, I know my own temperament. So if we're a lot alike, I have, that, that means I would have to hate myself. So I can't hate Pew because I can't hate myself. Because we're a lot alike, temperamental-wise and just mood-wise. Yeah. That's okay. I hate you both. And I don't hate Roger, of course. I just That's just the one thing that I ever had a problem with him about. If he had had my back like he should have, that would have never continued on. It would have never went as bad as it did. 
it would have never split off into PCW dying and Hex's fucking trample fed coming about. What was that called? The UPW? Mm-mm. I think it was Steve's idea, though. Yeah, and and, and, and once again, I'll say it again. I deleted the Fed. X asked me to do it because he couldn't do it. I deleted UPW. I said it many, like two years ago. You know, why are you looking at me weird? X just said he couldn't do it, but he wanted to do it. So he's like, will you do it? I'm like, sure. Whatever. <laughs> UPW is what? Well, it only lasted a month and a half. So it's not like it played that big an impact in anybody's lives. <laughs> and then NEW would come back on February for the first time, and everybody was back, except for Pew. He didn't come back until later. Uh, he didn't want them to do a Wars. Did you do a Pro Boards version first, then went to Wars? We were on Pro Boards, and then I moved NEW the history and everything off of that pro boards. That's why I do it at wrestling.proboards.com. Didn't get used anymore. Because PCW closed and I moved NEW off of it and went to our own site, which is now edgewrestling.proboards.com. I was in charge and Joe was helping me out. And then I, and then X talked me merging NEW with UPW and I would be co-president and I had no say. They never asked my opinion. They didn't ask nothing him and Doug. And and I, I, I finally I just said, you know what, X, I think I'm going to retire. You don't really care about my opinion. Dude, you just did this so you could get my, just get, get what was left of the NW. And he's like, you know what, dude, you can have it. I don't want to do this shit. I hate this. I'm like, gee, I'm shocked. <laughs> you never could handle it very long. <laughs> great at graphics, great at role playing. When it came to the ownership side of things, X's patience was worse than Pew's behind the scenes. <clears throat> I'm gonna try ownership one day. Just I don't know. Yeah. Hey, 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 guess five. You're 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 pretty much letting everybody know who you are by saying that. Just say it. What's he saying? That he won Teradome in uh, that set of X's. Don't blame me. By the way, guess five. Blame Triple X. If he had never said, "Hey Jesse, delete this," it would have never got deleted. It was his fed. He was good in the lead either way. So, so now we know what time is, right? That's not the first time he's heard of it. He just said he's never forgiven me for it. Must be Roger. That, well, I was mad, though, that you guys were even using Teradome over there. <laughs> Who's guess Is it Roger? I don't know. I'm not going to tell you for sure. I'm just going to say it's somebody from the NW Path, obviously. <laughs> Well, they're mentioning Triple H and Teradome, so I'm thinking it's Roger. No, they're mentioning the, the Teradome that happened in UPW. Oh, oh yeah. Like that shit. You know, I'm here sending the Teradome to Black to piss off my mother. You know, they retape that later, honey. Mm. We need to find a couple people. We need to find Nick Ote just so I can watch. I don't know. I. A lot of people disliked him. Okay, no, not a lot of people. Q hated him. I never disliked him. I thought he was a good kid. I I I, I tweeted him um, about twenty minutes ago. Yeah. Um, I'd like also like to find Gas' former tag partner, Tower Kid. 
I thought he was going to say um, Valance. Oh, yeah, him too. But I just, I like him too. Hell, you can have your own little stable, yeah. But, you know, even if it's just for one show for these guys, I'd love to see him back for one show. So. I want to try to feel your pain. You don't want to feel your pain, Matt. What the hell are you talking about? I sure want to find a feel your pain. You want to find a feel your pain? Not really. I was trying to get into the conversation. Because Johnny already told me he's going to bring her back. Oh, is he? That's great. <laughs> I said, dude, how are you going to do that? Is he still Last talking? Last I knew. He says he'll get her back. That's all he told me. And he said he's going to get mm-hmm. Roger back. I said, you don't have to do that. I just need- I don't need Roger back to the final show for the very last ultimate Terradome. The best of the best of ever coming to Terradome. <laughs> and then there's going to be a lot of other matches on Justice, that, like the dream matches. That's my goal. For the final Justice, Justice 8, the final show in May. <laughs> Oh, but I got to talk to you about something later too. But I can't talk. To, I can't talk to you about it on air. We have me and Johnny have a plan and in the works. There's a storyline. So um, I got to talk to you later. I didn't talk to him about something that just came up now. So we need to yell you on a damn phone call or fucking Skype or something. Well, you can you can wait for a little bit. Chill out. You're gonna, you're around. You're gonna be around all day. Even when you walk the phone, you're still Skyping. Me and him start at six. So mm. then I'll still talk. Yeah, let's go talk. Hey, Rouser. Hey. After these, hold on a second. I wait for these motorcycles to go go, go the fuck by my house. Can't hear anything. Anyway, Rouser, anybody else you can think that you'd love to see back? Um. Besides Nocturnal, we both we both um. would love to see him back. <laughs> He'll be back. Um, I don't think so, dude. He turned me down. He's going to be uh, running HSW as soon as he fed, as soon as he fed zone 2.0 comes. I think he'll be too busy, honestly. He's really committed to that HSW, and I don't blame him. If he wasn't, that's what he wants to do. Hey, I'm just happy that we we pretty much squashed our past. I don't care about anything else. If he doesn't come back, I understand. He might come back for the last show, but I don't think he'll come back for the, rest, the other shows. I'll see him coming back. I'll get a parking Because he, he kind of has to come back to the last show. Cause he's got to go to Terra. He's got to be a Terra now. After 2.0, after 2.0 gets lost and things get fixed and shit, he'll be back. And I did invite Apathy back, but she's too too sick apparently to come back. Just so everybody knows, I am being a very open person. Me and Apathy have had our troubles, but I did invite her back. Well, according to the last time I talked to her, my head sharp blinding pain. Yeah, she's seen a neurologist, I believe. So, and you know, she, I, I know legitimately this is legit though. She does have health problems. She always oh, yeah, she has. Does. It's legit, so that's fine. I, and I'll thank her for the time she put in AEW. Absolutely, we had our personal life problems, but those are in the past, and that was personal too. Woohoo! Oh my! <laughs> Sorry, Rouse, I was giving you time to think. Um, obviously, Johnny and Pew. Ricky. Ricky. Yes, Ricky. I want Ricky yes. back. I do too, but I don't know how easy that's gonna be. So <laughs> Oh Ricky 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 Oh Ricky, well, well I, 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 you can wish one hand shit in the other. Well, 
Rouser was a lot closer to him than you were. Oz Lapp. If I can break not even getting close to Rouser, then I don't. I, it's, it's kind of a lost cause because him and Rouser well, I mean, were buddies. They're really close. Yeah, and Rouser hasn't been able to get him back. Well, he hasn't been online, dude, so nobody's talked to him. Says he's on, it says he's on Skype, but he's not. He's in the yellow. He's not. He's not. I'm trying yeah, to call him in. You could be on. You could be on your phone and be on Skype. You got Skype yeah. on your phone. I knew you had Skype on his phone. Has Johnny ever? Has Johnny ever been not screwed in Teradome? This is a question from guest five. I don't think Johnny ever got screwed except for the Caden Cedric thing. But he, that wasn't in Teradome. That was two weeks before Teradome. I guess I have a few. No, Pew's at work. I, I texted him a little bit ago. So it ain't Pew. No, it's Johnny. Mm, don't know. Um, I honestly do not know for sure. I have a few guesses, but I'm not going to make them. But, anyways. Um, yes, five, who are you? Johnny, was, Johnny knew he fucked himself in Teradome 2. No, no, it was Teradome 1, wasn't it? No, the first Teradome was a Justice 2, right? Yeah, it's when I uh, when Roger won. Yeah, the, the very first one. Yeah, no, the pro- and Johnny knew he fucked himself because all he did was talk about Caden Cedric. He was so mad in the two role players. He talked about Caden Cedric and nobody else in the match. He fucked himself in that one. He do it. Now, as for Triple X, as for Justice Three with Herodome, Johnny was a little little upset about that. He thought he beat Triple X when. Actually, it was, it was between Spectre and him, actually. But Spectre blew it in, Spectre blew it in the second role play. Spectre's first one was winning. Was winning. He, was winning he was winning that damn thing, and then he blew it in the second role play. <laughs> I should have, like, three turd on wins right now. Three my ass. There's only one you should have won. <laughs> I should beat Roger, too. No, you should not have. It was Roger. You. you should have beat Roger cold front one year. Yeah. I should be talking cold front, but but, but you but you avenged you avenged that in Teradome, the only one on one Teradome match ever, which I, which I actually looked back on. That was one hell of a match I wrote for a one on one Teradome match. It was good. I paid the crap out of them, but you know. Yeah. Well, it but, made sense. I, I was a heel then, and Al had all this rage inside of him. So. Yep. I was rage. I was I, I was like uh, I was rage. I was like, uh, Alex Riley's last gimmick. It's better. There's a few dream matches left, though. I don't really have any for myself that I can think of. I've pretty much faced everybody. Feud wise. I think no wins. No, I'll think of it again. Oh, actually, there's one person that I have never fought one on one in the t- almost 20 years I've known him Johnny Styles. Oh, then that's got to be booked. The one person I've never I'm faced one on one. I'm using my presence. I'm using my presence power to override the owner that Jesse Styles will face Johnny Styles and him has for the static closes. That's power of the president. You mean? That's power of the president. He can't talk me out of it. He can't say I'm going to book it. I duck, I did duck him for a while though because I didn't want to try to keep up with, keep up with the damn length. <laughs> I will book Jesse Styles versus Johnny Styles as a presidential call. You and, I, you and I will talk about it. Rouser, is, is there anybody you would you, you could think off the top of your head that you haven't fought that you'd love to face when it, when it comes to NEW? Um, let me think. Um, 
Ryan Pugh, I was meant to have um, something with Pugh, but... Oh, uh, Gaffer's Pugh would be epic. Or Rouser or Pugh. I don't think Chef Roberto and Pugh would make as much sense, but Rouser or Gaff with the combination, I think, would be fucking epic. I do agree with that. Somebody else I'd like to see back. I just figured, I just remember somebody else on my list that I'm trying to get back, but he isn't responding to me. His Joker. So... Yeah, I really like. I really like this stuff, man. I really like this stuff. There's only two guys I want to face. I face. I face everybody in AEW. I face. You've never fought Gas. You've never fought Gas. I just face Matt. I don't know how you got it. I put it up there. I want to book. I've ever faced Matt Slater, but I don't want to face Matt Slater. He's a bitch. You and Knox only fought one on one. You and Knox in the NEW only fought once one on one. Yeah, and I know Shoto. Uh, okay, I was I was probably face I was face Nocturnal. That's one guy I would face. But hey, come on, you got you got to admit, dude, you'd like to see you and Johnny one more time. Not really. We did so that one feud was more than enough. Morning. Yeah, but it's, but dude, you gotta remember this might be the last time. Johnny's not gonna go to another. Johnny is not. Well, let me be clear. Johnny and Pew are not going to any other Fed if they come back. Johnny's gonna come back, but Pew is a questionable. They're not going anywhere else. This is it for them. I'm saying that we did we did we did so much in that feud in 2010, 2011 that we can't top that. And I don't want to. If we're gonna have a match, we need to have a damn feud. We have an angle that. Rivals that, and I just don't think he's done too much rival that. How the fuck the case went? I'll find it. Put it in something. I put all those games down, and they're all been taken out. Oh. Damn kids. My wife's playing her fucking game, and my kids are destroying the house. Oh, Al, you should have three kids, man. Okay. You should have had three kids, buddy. I got one. <laughs> no. That's, that's enough. That's enough, right? <laughs> one minute. I love Charlie, but I think he's enough to handle for one. <laughs> no, no. Henry's not skinny. Yeah. Well, once again, I'll thank our Tennessee friends, Molly Mayhem and Psycho, for being such great guests on the show. Fantastic guests. Some of the best we've ever had. Right? <laughs> Amazing. Like I, I was so I was so intrigued by the conversations we had with them that I think this is probably the best talk show radio show we've ever done. Oh, a long time, bro. A long time. I'm telling you, man. It makes Alan be drunk look like fucking... Triple X drunk. That's how good it was. I am going to try to get Johnny and Pew on one of these. I am going to try. I've been talking to both of them lately quite a bit, so I am going to try. They might not have a computer, but they damn sure have telephones. Pew can blow my balls. Just because he can. Well, technically, they have two. They have three. They have three laptops. 
and now you know the story, but, but browser and guess why it might not. But somehow... Guess why it's one of them anyway. None of the, none of the chargers work. <laughs> How does that happen? You have three laptops and none <laughs> of the chargers it's work. fucking Johnny, that's why. <laughs> he probably Dude. plugged his razor into the charger and it fried it. And here's the thing. Two of them are Dells. Okay, I looked it up online. Johnny, if that is you, guess why, and you're listening... Take your fucking bitch ass to Walmart. It's 20 bucks for a fucking charger. Go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he can get it off the Dell website, too. Have yeah, it delivered yeah, next day. But he, yeah, but that'll, that'll actually cost more than 20 bucks. Well, he's better off to go to Walmart. Or Best Buy. Yeah, but you know that, you know that it, it's the right one. Oh, well, yeah. But I'm they, completely against anything Walmart. Best Buy has a bunch of them, Dell. So go to Best Buy. There's only five more bucks. Twenty-five bucks. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna end this radio show. I gotta go take a nap after hearing Sarah and uh. Well, I'm, gonna end it. I'm about to end in a minute. Yeah. Man, I, I gotta, I gotta rest my brain hurts from that thrilling conversation we had with him. Yeah, if you want to go, go ahead. I got Rouser. So. I oh, know okay. I'm good. I'll, I'll leave when the damn show's over until my phone dies. Hey. Me and Rouser, I'm sure, could have scintillating conversations. <laughs> or I could just pretend he, to leave and Rouser to take over the show like before. How, how, about, how about for the next five minutes we let Rouser do the show and we'd be quiet? No, okay. Rouser, you're, Rouser, a good you're idea. All right, Rouser. Not a good idea. You're, you're the host, Rouser. We're, the, we're, we're, just, we're, we're your guests. There you go. It's your show. Go ahead. Your show. Go ahead. No, you don't. Go your own. <laughs> Must have been one of those spur of the moment things, huh, Rouser? <laughs> oh, this is going great, isn't it? Telling you, man. It's your show. Whatever you want to say, whatever you, what, what, what have you done for the last few months? I can't tell if he's saying shh or what he's doing. He's breathing heavy. <laughs> are you reading? Are you reading Nocturnal Roleplay? Ouch, man! Yeah. Just trying to get Nocturnal back. I love, I love Martin. He knows that. Okay, back to Johnny. Johnny Styles being an idiot towards technology. Oh, we're so I know, I know that's him as guest five. I fucking know it. <laughs> I can sense it. I can... But how? He has no computer. I don't give a shit. He has a phone. He can look at Facebook on his phone. You think his phone could get in the talk show? You think he could figure that Fuck out? Yeah, he, of course he can. Well, I'm, sure Nikki, I'm, sure Nikki, I'm sure Nikki was sitting there next to him, so she got it for him. Okay. It's funny because I, I don't remember Johnny ever winning the UW... UPW Teradome match, I guess five. Oh, okay, yeah. Who won that? Was that Doug? I don't remember, but Johnny wasn't in it. I know that because Johnny had, had quit because him, him and Hunter lost to uh, Abraham and Scene, and they got pissed and quit. That said, maybe it's another time. The Johnny just had it in for Scene, though. Every time he lost him, he quit. <laughs> maybe it's Hunter on the call on the S five. He's at work, bro. Oh, that's all right. They don't stop him before. Well, 
they they got on his ass about that a little bit, so he's not allowed to pull his throat him out. Working on, him working while being on radio? Yeah, I would too. No, just just be on Skype anything on his phone, really. I'm going to do uh, rain. I want to start doing radio shows overnight while I'm working. Just my random thoughts for the moment. Well, um, I don't know who the hell will be there, but... Not exactly. It'll just be me. Depends on what time, I guess. I mean, if it's the weekend, I could be there like like 11 o'clock probably at night, but not during the week. I'm working, since on weekends, I'm working 6 to 6. Yeah, I could definitely be there for one of those. I'm, and, and, after mi- and before midnight, I don't start getting trucks, and they tell me until like 2 in the morning. So while I'm walking the yard, checking the, refriger- the refrigerant on the uh, reefers, I'll cut a show. I'll just talk about whatever I want to talk about. You know, stuff like why does Pornhub keep all the good stuff for the, con- for the premium content? And you know what I'm saying? Premium subscribers get the good stuff, and we get the scraps. I think that's bullshit. Let's have a conversation about it. Conversation about what? About, you know... I said, if, if, I, if I felt like one night where I'm like, you know what? Fuck you, Pornhub, for keeping all the good shit for your premium subscribers. Basically, I'll stop at the time, basically. That's it. It's my thought of time. Or why am I a basic cocksucking shithead? There's another thought. I could do a three-hour show and that shit right there. That's half my fucking shift. Wait a minute. Half of 12 is six. Oh, I'm sorry. That's half of my damn shift is six hours to talk about Michael Bay and how much a shithead he is. Talk about how the, let's talk about how the Foot Clan has fucking automatic weapons or not ninjas. How about that? Let's talk about that for a minute. That's a crock of shit. Six hours talk about how bad the Bears defense is going to be this year. Oh, my kids are so loud. Well, I got nothing out of that. It's amazing. Well, Dylan, you know, no. SpongeBob SquarePants. They both are. But Dylan's doing it in almost like a pissed-off way. I just took a shot at your football team, and you said nothing. But it doesn't say. I have no, I have no expectations for the Bears this year. So you're not gonna, no, no, I mean, their defense is raised 63 on Madden. That's the I am, roster, pre- right? I am predicting... I am predicting... That they finished six and ten, dude. So my prediction is I don't really have. Any I, think, I don't even think they're going to finish six and ten. Now you're just trying to be mean. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm really not. But <laughs> not being mean at all. I think I think they're five eleven football team. I think it's just damn. It's just a freaking. I mean, the whole or, that team's a nightmare. Quarterbacks Cutler still, and you lost Brandon Marshall. And your defense nothing but a bunch of third stringers. Right now, and everybody in that division is approved. Minnesota's approved. Detroit's still a good team. The Packers, I don't care they love Stuart Nelson, are still a good team. And right now, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, I'm in talks with Kirby, aka Dave Demented, about getting his. If you guys remember his Fed, his uh, that radio thing he had where it was live music all the time. I'm mm-hmm. in talks about getting that on the NW Pro Boards for the final nine months. Ah, so that was that was very cool. Does he still do Russell Wars or did he quit? It's close, I think. Is it? Pretty sure. I was the world champion, and I that's when I closed. No, I, I, I was tag team with Rob, and then he pulled his shit. Yeah, well, 
Yeah. So, I'll hold you. That was a good character. That was a really good character, actually. Brady Brody, Brady, 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 Brody. yeah. Hey, and guess They're, those six, good characters. Who well, you probably was guest five at one point in time. I tried to get Rouser to take care of, take over this radio show. He didn't want to do it. Just so you know. True story, bro. Uh, wow. You mad, bro? Wow. Oh God. What the fuck are you mad about? I'm getting mad actually, but okay. Our, our kids are destroying the house. You you're, no, you're not like saying anything. You do not want to believe. I'm the first one. We're not having a fight. You are sleeping. You do not want to believe. You are sleeping. You do not want to believe. I was trying to listen to what Rouser was playing. I don't know what he was playing. <laughs> are you serious? I got my leg. You are sleeping. You do not want to believe. Let's listen to Rouser do his visit Van Price impersonation. He was before he left. Oh, what was that guy's name before he left? That fucking that that masked guy from Hawaii. That, I know that, that character sucks. I, just, I can't remember his name. Capuyun. Capuyun. Yeah. 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 I didn't think he sucked. I just. just it wasn't nocturnal. Not nocturnal. His the his dog the bounty hunter role play against me for the TA title. Yeah, it's not nocturnal. I uh, nocturnal. I don't think we'll be on the last show. Will I, will I be the Terradome on the last show? Um, if you're still here, yes, I'm sure you will be. Yeah, because it was it was kind of your invention. So, so yeah. if I was to do uh, if I was to face nocturnal, it had to be before that show. Because if I was gonna do, I would want a few with nocturnal. I don't know, dude. I have a couple of matches. Rouser can tell him. I want a few not turn on AEW. I'll be whole time. Yeah. I kind of feel like there's one thing left for me besides fighting Johnny South. Now, I know I can't win Terradome, but I feel like I should get in one. One time. The last one I think I should be in. 
Dave, who's going to judge him? Who's going to judge the match? I'm, I'm going to be it in it. I will, I'll judge it because I openly say I'm going to lose. I'm not trying well, to no, win. You're, you're only going if you're going. You only go if you want to win. No, I don't want to win. I just want to be in it so I can write myself in it. It's, it's my last big hurrah, I you. Plus, I can think of somebody else to have a match with. I won't be in Teradome. Deal. Uh, I'm sorry for anybody listening to this. The next Teradome, not this one. The ultimate, the final Teradome. The ultimate Teradome where it explodes at the end of the match to destroy AEW forever. That's possible. <laughs> With all of us inside it. I'm already making plans to to make a few changes to Teradome, actually, for the final one. It's going to make it even more interesting. It's going to be two stories it. tall. It's already three stories tall, dude. I'm not changing the story. It's going to story, it's gonna be five stories tall. No, I'm thinking about, uh, like, you have to, like, on the first stage, you have, in order to climb up the second stage, you have to pin, you have to pin somebody. The second mm-hmm. stage, you have to make somebody submit. With the, and there's all the weapons, of course, still. And then on the third stage is where you got to... I'm, I'm going to turn the platform into, a, like, one of those big scaffolds you have to climb up onto. And then you still got to get on a ladder on top of the scaffold and reach up and get the bell. You know how difficult that would be? I got one. You, uh, at the third level, the, the uh, to reach the level... I would add another level to it. And with the third level, you got to knock somebody out to get to the fourth level. And then at fourth level, you have to fight to whoever reaches the top to get the title. Well, maybe. That's what I would do. Oh. And it's, I mean, so, I mean so when you get to the fourth level, which is a very enclosed level because it's small, because, you know, the higher you go in these things, the smaller the area gets, you know. I'm making it a you know. scaffold. The third level is going to be a scaffold, dude. You know what a scaffold is, right, of course? Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. It was always I mean, a that scaffold. Platform. This is going to be a big fucking scaffold. And the like, winner, how about, this, how like about the winner? Like the whoever gets knocked of, uh, off the scaffold. The Rock and Roll Express and the uh, Midnight Express. Yeah, the winner yeah. the winner is the guy who knocks his opponent off the scaffold. Totally off the scaffold, and he falls like 30 feet. Yeah, and, grabs, and grabs the bell. And then he grabs the bell. Somebody's always got to fall off the table anyway, so of course for me. Yeah, of course we got to make it real. This is where they can only fall so they won't die or get maimed, but you know. Well, I'm not like going to fall 15 feet. But I've, had, I've had people pit. fall. I've had people fall 40 feet and they live, so it's, it's all right. It's the last show. Who cares? Well, we'll, have, we'll, we'll, do, what, we'll do what they did with Rikishi, have a hay barn, have a hay ride right there instead no, of falling into. No, that's so fucking lame. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> he fell into the hay. Oh, my God. How about a hay filled with barbed wire? Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. You know what match I also want to see? She's not coming back, but you know what match I'd love to see? Gaff versus Vanessa one more time. I would want to see Scarlett versus Shelby Taylor. That's what I want to see. No, Shelby's going to come and probably going to stay there. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see Scarlett versus Ophelia Payne. That makes no sense when Al's married to someone else. You gotta marry yourself out yet. Don't even bring this up. She's very upset me about this. Just don't even bring it up. Just stop. Just don't bring it up. Just don't bring it up. She's looking at her dress. Yes, but yes, I'm fine. She's very, she's very irritable about that. See, I'm telling you, it's like she is like. 
She's very. Oh, it's hey, a sore subject for her right now. Get out. I never heard her yell. I never heard her yelling much in my life till just now. <laughs> she is very upset about this, and I'm trying. I, I got to talk her dog with legs, man. Technically, she had a smile on her face when she was saying it. So there you go. I got to talk her to legs about this because if I hear, I'm, I'm expecting a Facebook message any time now about this. I say bring Danzy in and let Charlotte fire. <laughs> No, what I say is I want to see Scarlett if if Johnny is supposedly getting Ophelia Payne back. Scarlett would destroy Dazzy, but I'm not sure about Shelby. Oh God, yes, Dazzy's no, Dazzy's no, decent, but you're talking about she's apples decent and, apples and fucking. She doesn't here. fit the AEW. She doesn't fit the style that AEW has. That's what yes, I'm saying. But she did write a role play where she killed off her brother, and it was fucking amazing. I will give her that. Mm. She did. She wrote a role play where Ricky Mulroney was killed off. And for all the girlfriends of Awesome Impact on Twitter, if they happen to listen to us, I'll say this on the other show, too. Oh, for God's sakes. You all are pathetic. <laughs> Just to say Jesus that. Christ. I love Awesome like a brother, but God Almighty. Yeah. Well, that so makes you want to get on a Shelby if it wasn't for the storyline. You should get on a Shelby. <laughs> See? She's going to go on Twitter and ruin it. Watch. Her her character in a coma is gonna uh, say, "Al, where are you at? I miss you." I know you. I'm not Scarlet, and I'll ruin it that way. Yeah, there you go. Hey, go in Scarlet because we know how much Scarlet hates Al. Do it. Do it. Even though I even though even though even though I could play off it very well, but you know. Hey, whatever. I don't care. I just think it's entertaining. <laughs> she doesn't need a. She wants to. She wants to head the bigger bill of Scarlett. You know, of course. Hey, Al. Guess what? That was that's what she wants to do. I don't know. She's upset, man. I told her. I said, Hey, if it's that important to you, Alice Shelby could have a relationship, but it has to be AEW based only. And she said, Okay, we might do that. Uh, uh, why don't you play with Michael's computer? Why don't you play with computer? It should be charged. I put it on the charger. This guy. And there's Jesse egging it on. Watch him. It's in Mikey's room. Somebody should go after one of Austin Impact's girlfriends. He has like 10 of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, except all 10 of them are Sasha. Sasha. All, well, all two of them are Sasha. Three of them are dudes. <laughs> I know for a fact two of them are dudes, but he doesn't believe me. How do you feel about that, Rouser? Rouser, you're missing out. You should get on Twitter and you can get any chick you want, man. Huh? I'm telling you, dude. All you need is do a little bit of that British of a little bit of that British of dude, Rouser's on Twitter. He just creeps around Twitter. You don't, you don't know it. But I'm telling you, man. Be like Austin. Just talk to every single female character on Twitter. Just talk to him. I have eight Twitter account. See? You should know then. I mean, because he well, is like, you know, he talks well, to know, every... This is Rouser gets, we're talking about. For all you know, one of those chicks could be Rouser on Twitter. I bet it is. I bet one of those girls, his girlfriends is Rouser. Dude, you should totally create... Hilarious. You should totally like, delete one of your accounts, all the tweets, and turn into a girl, start flirting, lost impact, see what happens. I dare you. I guarantee you, you'll be getting a PM... A private message in it in two seconds. Want to see your picture, or you know, what? Well, so what do you do in real life for a living? 
like he did Sasha. <laughs> She's not. I don't remember, honestly, dear. Well, apparently, well, Austin was supposed to bring her back, but he never offered her the uh, whatever, and she was mad at him about it or something. Come, come, mommy, just get it, get it, yeah. Mommy wants to get out of trouble right, on Twitter, guys. so he gets. This is the end. Al's got to go nap before his college football game, and then me and Al have to have a talk on Skype, anyways, about some things. Skeep. Swipe. Then I got a fight with. Then I got a fight with Charlotte on Twitter for the next three hours. Probably on Facebook, actually, but yeah. Oh, Facebook. Um, okay, she's not going to go on Twitter. Okay, I thought she was going to bury me on Twitter. Oh, Twitter. Yeah, she's trying to get on that right now. So. She's she remember her passcode, don't she? No, she doesn't remember it, but she'll figure it out eventually. Oh, I It might take a day or two, but she'll figure it out. <laughs> Forgot password. It only takes like two seconds thank, for them to email you. Yeah. I'd like to thank Al Envy for, uh, for being here. I'd like to thank Rouser for being here. Thank you, Rouser. Okay. Um, Fuck you, Rouser. Hey. Hey. There you hey. Are. Hey. We want Rouser back in NEW. Just want, just want to say that. Yeah, I want, I want, I want Gaff back. I think Gaff Rouser, now should form a tag Rouser team. Rouser and Gaff. I don't care which one. As long as they're long as they're still a unit. Um, yeah, you said unit. <laughs> I'd like to thank Psycho for calling in for a whole four minutes. Man, that was, that was the best four minutes of my life too. I'd like to not thank Molly Mayhem for not calling in when she was partially her idea to do this fucking show. That breaks my heart. You know, I'd like to thank guest six, guest five. Some of us know Johnny Pugh. <laughs> Roger Wright and Johnny Styles, thank you guys. Uh, Sunday night, 8 p.m. Central for the people that aren't asleep, like the English people. NEW Radio, live, Justice Prediction. Fucking English people. Well, I can't help it, man. This is the time. That, that's when my kids are asleep. That's when I got to Hey, do. dude. Um, what Ashley stays up all night. He lives in England. Well, yeah, he's like Spectre, though. He's like a fucking vampire when Spectre was doing Yeah, that. he does like three shows a fucking day. He does like three shows in the early morning, actually. That he kind of sucks at him. Whatever. He's a fucking radio whore is what he is. Well, he's not very good at hosting. He's a good <laughs> dude, but he's a radio whore. He's a good dude, but he sucks at hosting. Yeah, especially his wrestling shows when he talks about a great room Vince Russo is. I'm like, wow, dude, you, you're trying to lose viewers or you know listeners or what? Anyways, I'm going to go listen to, I think I think he put Gorillaz is coming on, so I'm going to go listen. Oh, really? All right. Ernie, Ernie's mom is supposed to be on there as the host today. So, Ernie's mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. That's former awesome. English teacher. I'm not even kidding. Well, he's. I thought he already left Effect Girls. I thought he was no, doing his other one. Last show is today, I believe. Well, that bitch. I guess I better go fucking call into it then. Yeah, I gotta go check it God out. God damn, I want to take a nap, but fuck you guys. Fucking radio <laughs> shit. <laughs> and then I get done with that show, Jesse calls, hey man, we gotta talk. Yeah, I need to get Je- Johnny on the fucking phone, because I gotta talk to Johnny. Can wait. Johnny's at work. It can wait fuck until em. you are... Yeah, I can do three-way calls on my phone now. I found that out, so I can do that. I just got to get your phone number again. But No, that's fine. I'll, I'll talk during the game. It's against Ball State. It's not like we're going to have any kind of problem, I don't think. Yeah, well, you and me will Skype during the game. It's fine. All right. Yeah. See you later. Thanks, Rouser. I love you guys. Hey, Rouser. Yeah? Fuck you. He's just saying that.
Thanks, guys. Uh, this has been NEW Radio Classic. We are out. See you on the regular NEW Radio Sunday night. And see you around the chat room of NEW. See you around the board. See you around the alumni Facebook. See you around Skype. See you around Twitter, kind of. I don't use it that much. And EFED Zone. Goodbye. are sleeping you do not want to believe you are sleeping you do not want to believe you are sleeping you do not want to believe you are sleeping you do not want to believe you are sleeping you do not want to believe you are sleeping you do not want to believe you are sleeping you do not want to believe you are sleeping you do not want to believe
versus Gabriel Cross versus the guy from Mortal Kombat versus Scott Draven versus Demon versus The Lookout versus either Casey Jordan or Austin Impact. Then next up we have Kevin Taylor versus Blair Buchanan. And then we have Jubilee Jinx versus Scarlet Styles. Not Scarlet Rose because she is in my basement. And then we have an interesting match. Judas Dathan, who has changed his name very slightly, is now spelt D A T H Y N, versus Bobby Backdoor. And then we have the main event Austin Impact or Casey Jordan versus I predict a riot versus. The man who lives in the laundry room versus Al Envy versus Dean Ambrose. Who knows what will happen? Who knows? Somebody in the chat room said, this is the best radio show ever. Why, thank you. I agree. I agree. If anyone wants to call it, feel free. Feel free. Yes. Vanessa, I'm counting on you. I'll be back after this commercial break. Heavy breathing. Please tell me your name. 
Um, don't tell me your name, I'm just going to have to cut you off. Um, okay. What is going on? I'll be back after another break. <laughs> guest on the radio. Who's it gonna be? Well, we're gonna find out. Hello, Triple X. Been out there in the wrestling ring, but it's time that we sent our message out to you in a different way. And who better to send that message out than yours truly, Zayers and Zanders? Annihilation is just around the corner. It's not a big match. Everybody's talking about the match. It should be the main event, but isn't. There's a travesty going on with the simple fact that I should even top my crew member Johnny Styles and Roger Wright when it comes to the undisputed title being defended once again by me in a match against Matthew Carter and Matthew Slater. Now, first, let's talk about Matthew Carter. Here's a man who's had everything handed to him in the NWO just based on the simple fact of who his brother is. It doesn't matter what kind of talent he has inside of the ring because that alone isn't going to get him to where he's at now. All it took to get him to where he's at now is by dropping my name over and over again. Rematches were lost, especially when it came to rematches for a title that you never earned in the first place, Matthew. You got it handed to you by me, of all people. I know that has to burn your ass more than anything else out there, but I'm the person who made you world champion. Not that you deserved it, not that you earned it, but we needed to get it off that skate bitch Molly. And you were just the first person to come walking down the hallway after I laid her out. So Matthew, what makes you think that you could step into the ring against the icon and actually come away with a victory? What makes you think you've got what it takes to 
dethrone the undisputed champion, a man who's done it for the last four months, been unstoppable. You're only in this match because I decided to finally take the bait and allow you to be a part of this match. You didn't earn it. You haven't been winning matches. You haven't been doing anything spectacular inside or outside of the ring. Other than listening to your brother run his goddamn mouth about you, that's about the only thing that you've accomplished in the AEW, Matthew. So go ahead. You bring what you've got to annihilation. The fact that you lost to Judas Dathan. Yeah, you beat Jason Andrews last week, but that's no accomplishment. That's a disgrace in itself. You beat a slab of meat. This is a guy who calls himself Bacon, for Christ's sakes. And you're going to take pride in beating him? You cost me the match in the main event by playing your dumb little music and trying to pretend like you were going to come out, but I knew you didn't have a sack to actually come down to the ring. I knew you didn't have the balls to come to the ring and face Xavier Alexander. No, you just want to throw me off my game and think that that little, you know, loss in a six-person tag match was going to affect my chances when it comes to annihilation time. Well, I hate to break it to you, Matthew. I'm focused. I'm ready. And much like every other time that a challenge has stepped in front of Mr. Pay-Per-View, I'm going to go out there and whip your candy ass. Because there is not another person in the NEW that can top the Puppet Master. Just ask the other person inside of this match. The person who last took me to my limits when it came to a title defense, Mr. Matt Slater. Matt Slater. What can I say about the master of the big word? The only thing that he really has going for him, because, you know, he doesn't have any kind of personal life, that's for damn sure, considering the stiff that he has for a girlfriend. A woman who doesn't even give a goddamn about him, whether he lives or dies, or whether he gets a living shit kicked out of him by the crew, but he keeps crawling back because she's got his balls in her purse. And that's a blatant fact. She even said she was going to give him back to you this week, so you might actually have a chance, Matthew, but I hate to break it to you, Slater. You don't have what it takes. If I haven't proved that by now, if I haven't proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that you don't have what it takes to defeat me inside of that ring, I don't know what else I need to do. Maybe this time I need to cripple you inside the ring. Maybe I need to make it so much like Matthew Carter, your career is going to be over after you lose to me once again. If that's what it's going to take, that's what I'm going to have to do because you just keep coming back. You're like a bad case of herpes. You're like the sores that are all over Sarah's lips. You just keep showing up, uninvited, unannounced, and undeserved. Because there needs to be a new line of blood that comes after my title. Because you know what? The people that are doing it now aren't getting the job done. Slater, the, the brass ring, which you always like to talk about, that keeps dangling there, that's always so close. You know, you didn't win it at justice because you helped me. But you know what? All you did was help yourself get a little bit more fame, a little bit more credibility while riding my coattails. You didn't help me. Because the simple fact of the matter was I was going to win that belt no matter what anyway. And then you got your little first match. You earned your title shot against me. And what happened? You can say that it was all Pew's fault. You can blame Ryan Pew for the fact that you didn't reach the ground first. But it doesn't matter what Ryan Pugh did. Because you know what? Even if he hadn't caught you, I would have been outside of that ring and on the floor before you jumped down and broke both of your legs and did me a favor of not having to face you at Annihilation. Annihilation is a match you really shouldn't be in either. Matter of fact, there shouldn't be a number one contender to my title because there's no one that deserves it. You should be stuck curtain jerking with Hunter Valentine, not in the what should be main event with Xavier's and Xavier's. So, Matthews, you can bring whatever you want to the table come Sunday. You can think that you have a chance against me like everyone else does. You know, I'm getting counted out left and right as it is. There's not many people that are picking me to win this match. They think that my time is up. They think that I'm in the twilight of my career just because of my age, just because of what I've been through, just because of how long I've held the belt. They think that I'm something. 
whether you be fan, whether you be foe, whether you be opponent, whether you be somebody that hates Xavier Zanders, the one thing that you have to appreciate is what I've done for the NEW and what I do for this business every single day. And that's not going to change from annihilation. You may hope and pray that I fail, that I falter, that I decide to cough up the belt to one of these two nobodies, but it's not going to happen. When the smoke clears and everything's finally said and done, it's not going to be Matthew Carter holding the title high. Because God forbid no one wants that to happen because it's bad enough having to listen to his insufferable brother speak his praises when he hasn't done anything. I would have to live in a world where Roger Wright was going to be able to actually have some kind of stake to claim that his brother is the best. Because you know what's going to happen anyway. He's going to come down and, you know, cash in his little golden contract against his brother. And his brother will probably lay down in the center of the ring and take away every ounce of credibility that that belt has. Every ounce of credibility that I've busted my ass to bring to the NEW undisputed title. Then if it's Matt Slater, oh, great, Matt Slater's a champion. I can hardly wait to see that. We'll get to be bored out of our fucking minds and have to listen to him ramble on about useless nonsense to use words that he doesn't even know the meaning of. How exciting is that? I can hardly wait to listen to Matt Slater if he actually decides to grab that brass ring. But you know what? One thing. I know that nothing's perfect in this business. I know that there's always a chance that I could be upset and I could lose my title. Hell, I could be out, you know, filing my nails and wasting time, and Matthew Carter could get rolled up by Matt Slater. I don't have to be pinned to lose this match. That's something that's in the back of my mind. It's not something I've forgotten. It's also not something that I'm going to forget when the time comes for the bell to ring. It's going to be balls to the wall, 100 miles an hour every second that the icon is inside of that ring. There's going to be a chance for anybody else to get a pain because it's going to be cataclysm, it's going to be catalyst, and there's going to be nothing left except for the bones for the birds to pick the flesh off from after I leave you both laying in the ring and continue my reign as NEW Undisputed Champion. And if anybody doubts that, if anybody has any questions about if I can get the job done, well, there's only one thing that you can do until Sunday, and that's day two. Thank you, Triple X. Thank you. Another caller on the line, please introduce yourself. I have no idea who this is. BAH Reviews website. I'm the geek BAH Brett Hausman here with my introduction. Brett Hausman? Well, I'm Did going you to say you Brett Hausman? Isn't that Daniel Devine? And to basically start off these introductions to the website. I am 21 years old and I live in Michigan. Okay. I have been doing these reviews not very long. Probably about a year Look, I've been doing it in general. What the fuck are you on about? It's pretty much been simple things, simple games, movies, anime, that kind of thing. Seriously? I've... Just talk some sense. I've been doing writing. Oh, no, you've not been writing again. And my writing tends to focus on uh, mythology and a lot of medieval times. I've 
I did a recent fan fiction story. I finished it. Okay, um, that sounds based interesting. Based on the Elder Scrolls games. It's called The Elder Scrolls Calhine, The Dark Prophecy, if you ever want to look it up. I am a gamer. I love video games. I've been playing for pretty much all my life that I can remember. Okay. Uh, I play all kinds of different styles, too. I all see. genres, all systems. doesn't matter to me. Right. However, I do tend to focus a lot more on... Uh, Nintendo, Nintendo and anything else because uh, it's what I've I never had a Nintendo. Games, like, game series like Pokemon, Legend of Zelda, Mario. Those are the franchises that I have grown up uh, To be fair, I Pokemon. But I also play yeah. on the PC games like League of Legends and Skyrim and Oblivion. Okay. I play on my Xbox 360. Okay, that's it. Justice. I have, I I have a lot of games I've played. I see. That's interesting. Uh, for the next generation, I want to get a PS4 because but you can't afford one, right? it kind of turned me off with their entire presentation of the Xbox One. Right. And, yeah, that's about all I can say for games. All right. What else do you have as to for, say? As for anime... Oh, animation. Please talk about animation. Anime, manga, and gaming as well. I have been in anime for a long time. I see. I started when One Piece was originally shown in the 4Kids dub on uh, Cartoon Network. Right, I get, I get it, I get it. And even it. though I look back now and I hate the 4Kids dub, right. it's really what got me into anime. I see. I, I watched Pokemon before that, but that was long before I, I even knew it was an anime. If you watched Pokemon, then you so, were a fucking retard. Uh, one no Piece has easily become one of my favorites. It was, in fact, my favorite until just recently when it was... Uh, actually surpassed by an anime called Naoki Urasawa's Monster. Okay. Which is an amazing drama. I think. And it's a definite must-see if you have it. But I'm into, all, like with games, I'm into all kinds of anime, all genres, all, all styles. Styles, I get it. As long as there's, there's a few things that I consider. For anime to be good, in my opinion, it has to have great writing, right. uh, great cast of characters, has to have great art, I mean, the art has to be good. Yeah, character art is important. You agree with that? Forsaken, if the rest of it is just so good that it overcomes yeah. the art, but usually the art has to be good. I, and, I mean, it can be different styles of art. It doesn't have to be like monster style art. Yeah, it's that's good. true. Hazard, into all kinds of a very different people. It is good. It flows naturally, and it feels like it works for the show. Whatever works or anything. So my favorite works. just off the top of my head, besides One Piece and Monster, which I've already mentioned, uh, Higurashi no Naku Kuro Nikai, which is the second series okay. of Higurashi uh, franchise of anime. I don't know what he's on about. There's oh, Roroni Kenshin, Bakano, Darabara, and what? so many others. I Say that think. again. There's... Roroni Kenshin, Akino, Darabara, Darabara, and so many others I could name. There are some anime, though, that I don't like that, honestly, I feel like I should. Okay. One of them is Inuyasha. Inuyasha has the makings for a great anime. It has okay. wonderful animation, has great characters, and it even has a good story. Honestly, I'm I think so what they did right wrong, now. at least in my eyes, is pacing. I think it was just pacing, too boring yeah. and slow. And it's one of those things that's really long, and it feels like it's really long. I mean, One Piece, one of my favorite animes. It's six hundred over 600 episodes in, and it really doesn't feel like That's it. almost as many episodes I mean, it doesn't go by that. 
but uh, you know it's wrong. But it's just really good and keeps you interested every step of the way. What the fuck is going on? It was just really boring and really couldn't keep my interest like that. Fucking hell. So, the guys are not besides good. that, besides anime, besides games, besides writing okay. and all that, okay, I'm your typical college student. Right. I go to all classes. Right. I I work at Wendy's, minimum wage, nothing yeah. special. Um, I go to church on We know that. I, rem- I remember Sunday. one of your... Um, Sometimes I'm not able to make it on Wednesday. Depends if I can get a ride, because I don't drive. Okay. I wanna, it's not that I don't want to drive, I really. Think. It's more that I just don't want to pay to take driver's training. Okay. And I feel that driver's training is necessary. I see, I see, I see. Uh, yeah, I see, Daniel. I see. Do you want me to call you Daniel or Brett? I'll, I'll just call, I'll call you Daniel. Yeah. This this is very fascinating. Very fascinating. So, besides that, I am. You just average. Just average. I mean, I don't have yeah. a lot of friends outside of church and all. But you have the friends in wrestling, and I spend as much time with as I can. One of them lives in Flint, the other one lives, I think, in Frankenmuth, and the one that lives in Frankenmuth is Nick Babachanto. I hope I pronounced that right. You saw Nick in a couple, in my Yumacon reviews, I've mentioned him multiple times. We watch anime almost every night. Uh, my friend that lives in Flint, uh, Derek, I haven't really mentioned him. He's okay, so sort of into Daddy. anime and gaming, but I don't think he's as big with it as like me or Nick is. And I rarely see him at all. I don't even talk to him as much anymore just because I can't. I try to talk to him and see him as much as I can, but it's just really hard when we live so far away. Yeah, it must be hard. Uh, what else can I say about my job? Yeah, just keep talking. I'm off for a pace. Just keep talking. Well, I wouldn't say it's a typical family, but in America these days, it's not that untypical. And I have a father and a mother and a brother and a sister. It's five people in our family in total. I live with my father and my brother, and it's fine. I mean, he, my dad doesn't make a lot of money. I definitely don't. My brother doesn't work. He's only in uh, his first year of high school. Uh, my mother is separated from my father, and she's living with my sister over on the other side of the state. And so... There's some issues there, but it, it doesn't, it's not like we're unhappy. It's not like my parents are like completely unhappy with each other. And we'll still get together, have dinner every now and then, see each other or whatnot. It's just we're living separately. The guy's on one side, the girl's on the other side of the state. Let's see. Uh, what else can I talk about? I mean, there's so much, but at the same time, it's really hard to think of stuff. Oh, I am a brony. I You're don't a what? Me, especially if they meet me, but I am actually a brony, a fan of My Little Pony. To be specific, a brony is a male fan, teenage, usually teenage or adults, of the My Little Pony shows or franchise. There's three different kinds of bronies I could go into a lot, but brony. there's really only three that really need to be discussed. And brony, then. Sorry about that. My dog is barking at every little thing. Oh, God, my cat's terrified now. My cat is absolutely terrified. The hipster brony is basically... 
their franchise. Yeah, they did she the did stuff as well. They liked it before it was cool. Oh, you get the entire idea. So um, casual bronies, I thought. I forgot what this one oh, video God. called it, I saw. But the casual bronies, basically, like someone who kind of didn't, wasn't interested in it and really didn't see the pull of it for anyone but young girls, but then was, when they started watching it, it just really drew them in. That's me. You know. I'm one of those. And then there's the creative brony. They're the ones who are really into it, where they get on the complete end, where they do fan fictions, fan art, uh, make music, vi even some videos. I mean, there's videos, all kinds of spectrum, like Snowdrop is an amazing My Little Pony fan <laughs> video. But then there's the other side of the spectrum, Smile HD, which is just terrifying. Look, look, look mate, can I just stop you for like two seconds? Just no, two seconds. About my no, shut up, just two seconds. Well, I'm going to mute you for two seconds. Because I'm getting confused over these jabronis. Well, I just I want to, uh, I just want to, I've muted you. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Dan. I'm just muted you for a second. I just want to, um, I just want to, um, introduce a friend of mine. Hey, Jesse, are you there? I swore I ended this show. Hey, hey, Jesse. Hey, Louder. This is crazy. Apparently, hey. I, thought I, I thought I ended the show, but apparently you kept it going. I, I don't know what's going on, and we've had um, all sorts of guests. We've had, what's his name? We've had Daniel Devine. Daniel Devine. I haven't heard from that guy in a long time. Yeah, we've had um, other people. We've had someone phoned in, did a bit of heavy breathing. Hmm. I think that might have been Hunter, was it Hunter? Was it Hunter? I don't see anybody else in the call there, Robert. Let's have a look. I don't mind. Brent. Through the card, we had a discussion about the card. I think he's off the call, dude. As soon as I got on, he jumped off. <laughs> what what has been going on? I don't you know. That you've got to let Jesse know what your picture base. <laughs> There's going to be a Royal Rumble down the line, not at Justice 7, but maybe there might be a special Ignite coming up eventually. Who knows? You never know. 
you never know. Who knows? Yes, will we see Rosa again? Will we see Gaff again? Will we see Chef Roberto again? Who knows? Apparently, Divine comes on my show, and when I get back on, he runs away. What the hell? Yeah. I'm not that scary, damn. <laughs> yeah, so Daniel Divine's gone, I think. It was just rambling on, I told him to say his life. Wouldn't shut up, bless his cotton socks. You mean Twitter? Well, I just saved your ass from that non-stop rambling. Well, I found it entertaining. I think I he got a bit pissed off when I played the rock to him. Let, let <laughs> yeah. him. I heard he that last part. Off. That was great. That's <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, funny. Right, I'm going soon, so I'll let you take over. Oh, I'm, I'm done, dude. I was just calling back because I want to hear Divine. <laughs> yeah, and he's gone. You can listen yeah. to it on the playback. You can listen to it on the playback. I'll have to listen to the playback. <laughs> I'm over and out. I'm off to bed. Good night. Good night. <laughs> and this has been NEW Radio continued by um, Gaff and I guess the end of the line. And now once again, this is Jesse Styles signing off. <laughs>
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.